I can yeah. hear myself. I can't hear me that well, but that's okay, I guess. Well, how many pink headphones do you have in here? Chickity check, 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 check. Rick in. Talk. <laughs> huh? Are you going to close the door? Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, close the door. Privacy. Okay, everyone talk. Check, check, check. Do, 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 do. Check, check, check. No, I'm going to try to angle myself so I can kind of look at you, too. Yeah, angle it. You look at me every day. It's fine. Aw. <laughs> is that a nice thing to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just you look statement. at me every day. <laughs> I wake up, you're there. <laughs> Just a, just a factual statement. Just stating facts, that's all. <sighs> Cheers. I brought Julie here today because I thought you were going to break up with me. <laughs> you might be. Cheers. We're moving in together. <laughs> no, you just breaking up with me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, who? You yeah. breaking oh. up with him. What? Why would I do that, dude? No, I heard that you're leaving soon. Who'd you hear that from? Who <laughs> <laughs> you've been talking to? Yeah. No one really. Who's I haven't been talking to anybody. Fucking business. <laughs> The only person who knows your business, probably. That's true. There's a, there's a few people who know my business. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, coworkers more so because my business is their business. That's true. Technically, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it 100% is because my company is moving, but that's, yeah. that's fun to Austin. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to any of it. Yeah. I uh, fucking, just the other night, I was almost crying thinking about it. I was, like, super drunk, and I was, like, in bed, and uh, ever since I... um broke up with Liz. Liz would, when she got drunk, she got super cute. Like she would kind of, I know this probably sounds cringe and embarrassing, but she would almost do this kind of like baby voice um, <laughs> that like I was, when she first brought it out, I was shocked. Cause like no one does that shit. No one really talks in baby voice. Uh -huh. um, but it was also just so fucking adorable. And I was like, this is fucking hilarious. But it's also <laughs> one of those things, you, you know, like when you're uh, with someone and they do something adorable, sometimes you call it out and it ruins it. Like they're just like, they become too self-aware of it. Yeah. Uh, so sure, it's like yeah. one of those things where I was like, I can't ever address the fact that this is happening. <laughs> I just have to engage it. Cause I don't want to lose this. This is fucking hilarious. And yeah. when she left um, after a while, I found out, or I found that I picked it up. I pick up people's like, idiosyncrasies mm -hmm. but they usually like phase out like when i first started hanging out with you me and you were like talking like each other and like turner the same thing like oh, we, yeah like we were just kind of like sounded alike for a bit but that kind of phases out but right. this hasn't because like it just it's like connected me to my own adorableness <laughs> and, or That's it's cool. connected me to like something uh like cute and adorable and vulnerable that i like to express but i just do it by myself when i'm when i'm drunk but when i'm <laughs> in that state i am pretty vulnerable like mm -hmm. emotionally yeah. uh and not not in a way that it's like a call for help or anything it's just like i'm really in touch with like my emotions yeah and uh, I saw it just like some train of thought where I was just like, I don't want to move to Austin, Texas. I don't want to move to Texas. Like, I don't yeah. want to move. Uh, and and um, and it's because the timetable, I, I, the timetable was that sometime next year, we're going to move to Austin. And I was like, okay, cool. I can get in the headspace. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, in like June or July, we're going to move to Texas. And I was like, yo. Ah, what? Like when um, uh, my coworker told me that, I was like, "Fuck my life!" And he, he laughed. He's like, "Exactly, dude. Like <laughs> yeah. that's exactly how I feel." Oh, um, and so I was like, "I'm not in the headspace for that." And then just a couple of weeks ago, the timetable moved up to fucking May first. Wow. And what? so like, yeah, I know. And the boss hasn't even told anyone yet. That, oh, it, I mean, so that part's kind of frustrating because I'm like, "This is people's lives." Like, and if yeah, people yeah, aren't going to You're Austin, to, uh, like, how, how are they going to pay their advise, bills yeah. in, in, mm -hmm. in May and shit? So. Um, but so I don't even know what that looks like. I okay. don't think that it, it's like May 1st, I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's obviously some transition. Yeah. Um, and like conversations of like, cause like I can, I, I've been doing crunching the numbers. Chickity, chick, chick, chick. <laughs> uh, that is not a racial slur. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you just watching a lot of Drinky Boys recently, I guess. <laughs> the Drinky Boys? Oh, Drinky, Drinky Boys. Boys. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said Drinking Boys. I was oh. like, what's that? Um, but, um, it looks like I'll be able to figure out how to live there. 
but moving there, I can't afford to move there. Like, could you afford to move to Austin right now? Just Probably. Move. You're a mogul now. Oh, we have. You, you we just mogul. sold our house. We oh have, shit! We have mega so cash we right have now. a criminal well, he amount has of cash. Mega cash. I have regular cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that, you guys it's don't ours. coexist. No, yeah. we do. We just he paid off your car. He paid off my oh, car shit. today. Yay! So, like, that's, this is that's the first time nice. in eleven years that I have not had a car payment. Jesus. Eleven years. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I usually pay. I mean, I don't get really expensive cars, but I usually pay them off in like three to four years. But and then I, I then I have a year of like wow this is great and then it breaks down. <laughs> but th- that's why I bought the newest car that I've ever bought, even mm-hmm. though it's not new. But right. hey I man, just, six years. I got into a pattern of like switching out cars and cars and cars. So like the first time that I bought that I financed a car was because my hoopty finally crapped out on me. Damn, that's you know what a hoopty you know, is. That's not a word we hear often these days. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, we used to say, um, what was the word? Like Pinto. Like, oh, you're like, oh, yeah, like a Pinto. Like the Pinto used to be like the car you used to say was yeah, like, that was like the, like, the shittiest well, car you could have. Mash, well, it's like limousine day, and Pinto. Yeah. Yeah. And so my hip, my hoopty crapped out on me finally. Thanks. And um, oh, man, my parents so took better, me to right? a car dealership and they were like, okay, you can pick out a car because it's your money. You're going to be paying for it. And I was like, cool, I'm going to get a Beetle. And my dad was like, absolutely not. They're death traps. And I was like, really? I want are one. Beetles death well, traps? Because they're so small. I know they're know? small, but are they death? I didn't think, I thought like the small, like the smart cars, those look oh, like death traps. Oh, those for sure. But like, he was like, if you want to stay on my car insurance, you're going to get something bigger. Jesus. And I was Pull like, on well, the car damn. insurance payment <laughs> okay. card. Damn. Okay. So I ended up with a Nissan Versa. I had that for five years. And then I got a Honda Civic that was like super souped Classic. out and like. Whoa, souped out. Yeah, I've only dude, had, had busted 80. I don't think I've ever had a Honda Civic <laughs> that wasn't built in the 80s. <laughs> no, it had everything. It had a cam- like it had a blind spot camera, backup camera, Jesus. sunroof, heated seats. Wait, like, this is 2000 what? 2000 again? 2014. Right. And so I got that one. But then I got pregnant and that car only had two doors. So I had to trade it in for something because more family friendly. Because you had to put the seat all the way back and yeah. get in on the back seat door? Yeah, like <laughs> put the kid in, you know? No, I'm just kidding. So I was like, damn. <laughs> so then I had to get another car. I got a Hyundai Elantra, and that car was such a piece of shit. I'm glad that Within you're doing the, the car models, because we have a very year. car enthusiastic demo. <laughs> <You need laughs> specific. People yeah. will ask this is, what the, car this is was. important shit. Yeah, it is. That car lasted me one year before it started crapping out on me. I've been there. I've been, I've been on the one year or less car. But it was a new car, so you expect it to work. Newer? How new? It was it was the, like the year model. Like I got it in two thousand sixteen. I've never fucking bought a year model. That's uh, insane to me. Yeah. Right? And so I ended Dude, up. Were you rich? It. Were you a rich no, kid? No, I just busted my ass. Is all. Um, oh, okay, okay. So this okay, last. Okay. So I traded that car for the one that I'm driving now, and this is like you traded just a straight trade. There's that much value. No, I had to do like I had a lot of negative equity on this car. And so my payments are like, oh, absolutely. Both of you have have walked onto a dealership lot or something and walked away with, I've never done that. Oh, you've never done that? The car that I have right now, my mom did the work because it was a surprise for me. I mean, I made payments towards uh, to her, but I've never walked on a lot and like made a deal with a a salesman. Here's the thing. It's gross and it, it sucks is, and you I don't always feel hoodwinked and then like <laughs> yeah. and then you're like you guys both decide on the price and everything's like cool and then you sign all the paperwork and it's like fucking two to three to four thousand dollars more than you guys talked yeah. about and you're like hey what the fuck why didn't you mention this but it's shit because they they get you on payments so they're like what do you want yeah. your payments to be and 100. they'll just add to that price right and, and like and then there's all the tax and, and like, there's like weird and yeah then, it doesn't yeah. feel like i would ever feel it, like good dirty, about yeah. that process because yeah, <laughs> here's like the last time my car pooped out it was the car that me and you were driving oh, yeah, from yeah, uh, just a fucking wheel that thing came out yeah, oh, like a gear like crankshaft gear or something just fell out and rolled away it was loud enough for us to hear it we were driving yeah we were driving and we're just like what was that we turned one way down. and the wheel turned another way. <laughs> it was getting yeah. rolling. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and so I, I spent the weekend just like kind of freaking out, like, what the fuck am I going to do? But then looking at my finances and being like, I think I could afford a car payment though. Yeah. And I've never, I've always bought, like that car I bought off a lot, but it was like me and E. 
And it was like, it was seriously like a five grand car. Yeah. Um, and then before that, it was always just buying from people, like literally right. like Craigslist shit. So I was like really intimidated by the whole process. It's a, it's like fucking when you first had to start doing medical shit for yourself yeah. without your parents. And you're like, oh, oh shit, my dad can't fill out this form. Like, Damn I guess it. I got to figure this out, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I was, uh, I was like freaking out about it, but I called my dad, which I ra- rarely do. And I was just like. I just gave him the skinny, like, hey, here's where I'm at, and I'm really freaked out about getting a car. I don't know if I should try to get a car or, like, maybe get it used. And he's just like, you know, he did the whole, like, son, you can afford it, and this is the thing that people do. And then you start thinking, like, you know, straight up morons get cars every fucking day, you know? <laughs> For real. And, like, and so, like, it can't be that crazy. So I fucking I, I went to the dealer. I was planning on going to three dealers that day. And I sat down and he did the, the sales thing and blah, blah, blah. But I had the model. It was, like, the car I have now. I, I did some research on what I wanted. And... And I knew, like, kind of the price points. But then you have in your head, like, oh, I'm supposed to negotiate this down, this and that. But that's not really a thing anymore no, in the day of really – Because, uh, like, all the prices are online. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and so I was just like – I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go to some more dealers and I'll get back to you. And he kind of just laid it out. He's like, seriously, like, what do you think is going to happen at other dealers? Like, this whole process. Like, all the prices are online. Like, there is no nego- – like, yeah. this is the price of these yeah. cars at this year and this and that. And I was like – you're making some really good points for me not doing this three more times today. <laughs> yeah, this, like, uh, this you right know now is taking a lot of energy. Just out. fuck it. So I was yeah. like, okay, fuck it. Um, and I didn't even know that the motherfucker had already ran my credit three times. Oh, you know, to, yeah, to, to figure out if I could afford it and blah right. blah blah. Yeah. So and you find that out like weeks later, and I'm just like, that's some shady shit right really there because that's three dings on your credit report. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? Um, like, but fuck, good luck taking this yeah, credit exactly. to someone else. And it, it like it went from like, okay, this car is like it's only like twelve or thirteen thousand, which isn't like crazy. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 31,000. No way. So yeah. But by the time I got home and I looked at all the paperwork, it was like 17 grand. Right? What? Yes. That's and I fucked, man. felt fucked. I right? felt you like I got stupid. fucked over and I was almost crying. I was almost just like, like, I mean, I, that's how emotional I get about this kind of shit. You yeah. know, like, like if you feel it, taken advantage if of someone dies in my life, um, I won't cry like that. Like, uh, it doesn't have the same emotion. Like, I'll cry and I'll have emotions about it, but it's not this visceral, like, I feel like a little kid and I can do nothing. I don't feel yeah. helpless. Um, right. But, like, if I stub my toe really bad or if I get a tiny little cut on my hand, my fingertip or something, mm-hmm. that shit will make me feel such like a little kid that I just want to, like, cry inconsolably, mm-hmm. even though I don't do it um, <laughs> most of the time. Uh, yeah. But when I was looking at that paperwork, I was just like, I got hoodwinked and, like, this is fucked up and yeah. I'm paying, like, way more than I think I should be paying and how long am I going to pay it? But again, I spent, like, two or three years, I fucking pay, I have my car paid off everything's like legit and i feel still like i got hoodwinked but i fucking just fucking beat it with money baby capitalism usa usa fucking anytime i'm doing an adult thing where it's like something that my parents used to help me with or something like that right i'm doing it and you might see me like Like cleaning your wiener (laughs) and i might be talking your ass yeah definitely like i wish someone would help with that but internally what's happening is it's like it's the worst i don't want to get on the phone and talk to a a person about anything never uh you know (laughs) you know this it's it's difficult to get me on like to answer your phone calls there's anxiety and even like mid-process right you always have have this thought of like wow i'm really doing it this is really fucking happening i can't Mm -hmm. believe it yeah and then like the person has to walk outside or something you're just like i should just leave right i should just run away that's getting a car and being an adult paying off cars Mm -hmm. yeah paying off cars is always pretty sweet because you're just like fuck it that's like 300 bucks back in my fucking pocket to pay another bill are you you paid you paid off in that car oh yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. you said it but i never i don't know i didn't announce that to the universe i usually use like bonuses and tax returns oh nice okay that's cool 
Smart. The worst is that first bonus and tax return because you, you pay off a big chunk and you still got a big chunk and you're yeah. like, I'm never going to fucking beat this shit. <laughs> and you just look at the rest of the year like, there's no more windfalls for another 11 <laughs> months. <laughs> but uh, okay. yeah, man. Um, yeah, so moving moving Austin's not super exciting, especially because it's like timed right around when school loans start again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, man. I was like planning to have all that shit oh, paid off. And then it's now, like, right? yeah. Again? Oh, fuck. I forgot you guys are fucking an uneducated uneduc- swig. I'm, oh, I, I, I have a thousand dollars left to pay off. I'm, I'm uneducated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You guys aren't uneducated. <laughs> just a little bit. I didn't not finish really. college. Not really. Not going to college doesn't make you uneducated. I mean, I went to just college. Makes you I, just I was a couple classes away from a degree. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many like capable, capable and educated people who never went through college. Maybe not so many people. Just <laughs> most of the world didn't go to college, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I think, uh, especially school i mean i think there's a lot college has a lot to offer people but i also think it's just such a rigged system mm-hmm. you know it's it really like, is yeah, man no, it really is yep it's a fuck and i think there are way better like i excelled in college but i'm just like it's only because i had a few skills that just worked in that space and not everybody has those and it's not even have anything to do with my intelligence like i was able to memorize things that's not an intelligent thing it's just right. like regurgitation mm-hmm. so it's like cool i spend a day fucking memorizing all these facts and then i spend an hour taking a test and i fucking aced it and now i, I can't fucking i can't tell you about fucking world history the way i fucking learned it for an hour yeah. Yeah. um and so so i think there's way better ways to educate as well but like those aren't conversations happening across the board and and then you're just spending so much fucking money so much money. That, that's why we say community college people that's the way to go that's the way to We've start at least it. i've always said it mm-hmm. ever since i started going there <laughs> after i didn't do anything for the for three years after i graduated high school barely passed high school <laughs> nothing wrong with that yeah nothing wrong with nothing that nothing wrong with that nothing especially if you get an accelerated course and catch up to all your peers motherfuckers all right. yeah because you just know some subjects better than them Dude, I got that van. So we got that the trailer out yesterday. Yeah. That's so crazy. it was day two of this guy. I put it up on Craigslist. My mom had oh, been shit. wanting to get 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 rid of it uh, for a while because she wants to do some like patio area or some something nice in the back, you know. Jesus. And it's been there for like at least 36, 37 years in the same spot. <laughs> dude, it's almost as old as me. Man. Yeah, dude. So it's just not even as old as me, right? It's probably made yeah. before that. My dad was telling us, oh, because it's a the model was like a seventy four or something like that. It's like a year seventy three or seventy four. And my dad was telling us that because uh, he was out there talking to the guy. He was like, yeah, we got it to, so that his nanny could sleep in the back because she lived in Hollywood and going to pick her up and like yeah. bring her and taking her back was a chore. So in, like during the week when they needed her to be here, she would just sleep in the trailer. And then, Sexy. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, I put it up on Craigslist and like so many people are interested in it. Jesus. And this, but the tires, I don't know if yeah, I yeah, remember I what it looks know. like. I have pictures. I mean, anything sitting anywhere for 30, 36 <laughs> or 37 <laughs> years oh, yeah. is basically garbage in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, people, some people's garbage are other people's garbage. I took honest pictures of it. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, no, I mean, that's what you had to this do. This guy at one point, I, 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 he was like, I, I got to put it somewhere where my wife doesn't see it. And I was like, oh, yeah. He's Could like, you yeah. imagine Jesus. trying to hide a fucking trailer no, from no. your wife? From like, it. where the fuck are you going to put well, it? Well, this guy has multiple properties. So he's yeah, gonna exactly. Put it I'm thinking, property, I'm thinking like, property. if I was in the high desert, if I lived in like Fontucky, I could definitely have that shit, right? Yeah. Like, it just appears one day and your wife is like, what's that? Oh, I don't know. And don't you feel like. You feel a little bit scummy, like trying to sell that shit. Like I've tried to sell, like you gave it away, right? And oh, okay, you gave it away. Oh, that's the thing. Well, because like even like I've sold broken electronics, and I'm always just like, ugh. I feel like I'm like, but then like people just straight up are like, no, I want broken electronics because I just like use them for parts. Yeah, Yeah. and fucking I build, I rebuild shit, and I'm like, okay, 
But I always feel like I'm like telling it to some like kid who's like, gee, Willikers, now I got a Game Boy. They're like, oh man, it doesn't work. You sold my dead bird. Yeah, exactly. I've been watching people react for the first time to Dumb and Dumber. Oh, really? Yeah. I fucking love that movie. It's a great movie. It's one of our favorite movies. I, I saw that movie. It was like uh, uh, my mom took me, like my mom would take all the kids out one one each. And so it was like me and my mom, we went to Cappuccino. I got like a decaf Cappuccino. I was like 11 or 12 or something. And we saw that in theaters. And we were, I was almost pissing my pants. Like we were laughing so hard. I it's love so Dumb funny. and Dumber so much. I have seen it so many times yeah, it's so good. and I can quote it like yeah, she quotes it I quote it all the time day. and I'm just he, sometimes they'll just our like, pets heads are falling off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like fucking watching people watch it for the especially like people younger than us like because I'm always just like is this humor gonna like not Hold that I think that. it's like like PC or, or an issue I think um, by and large it, that's not an issue at all but like is this like too juvenile um, or people are gonna think it's juvenile because I don't think it's juvenile I, I think it's like that smart juven, juvenileness or like smart crassness um, where it's like oh this is really fucking funny and then like watching them like like these young kids just basically being like oh my god I can't believe you sold him like that bird with the tape on the head and then he's like <laughs> Harry weird. I took care of it. And he's like so indignant and he's just eating the snacks he bought with the money that he sold a fucking dead bird to like it. And you're just like, this is so fun. Like, and because especially now we have things that kind of push the envelope so much far further mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. So it's like, is that even like enough of a shock to people? Because like when that happened, like fucking, I hadn't really seen shit like that, right? Yeah. Where I'm just like, these people are despicable. <laughs> like, and they're not despicable militia. They are though. There's a there is a mean <laughs> a streak bit. to both of them, mm-hmm. and they're so dumb. But like, like that mean streak despicableness. I never really saw that as the main character, and to be so on board, like that snowball fight is so. Oh like, my god, I was thinking about that the other day. It's so funny. <laughs> Because it's so childish, like you, bring, like you get this vindictive little kid energy from fucking. Is that Jeff Bridges? Who is that? Jeff Daniels. Jeff, Jeff Daniels. I always get those two white boys mixed up. <laughs> um, the, yeah, like it's so vindictive, right? Where his, his eyes change, and he's just like, "I'm gonna fuck you up." <laughs> and he's like, "I know that kid. I've I've fucking been in fights with that kid. You know, fuck that kid." But it's so fucking funny. That's good times. Good times. Fucking love that movie. So this trailer's gone, and uh, the, the the first day he came. He came with the intention of lifting it, putting t- new tires on it. Because I Jesus. sent a picture. I sent a picture and I was like, hey, man, these go. tires are like shot. So like, yeah. I don't know. You got to come with, like kind of with that in mind. Like, what is the solution? He's like, don't worry. I'll show up. And if I can put new tires on it, I'll go somewhere. And I'll put new tires on it. And I'll come, you know, and then I'll take it. And I was like, dope. Yeah. So then he came. He sat there. We took off one tire, and then the other one just w- the the bolts yeah, broke. Ima- like two yeah, of the bolts. Two I would imagine the, the rims are fucked up after th- that long a time. They were they were in decent shape, but like I guess you know it had been sitting on 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 uh, you know on shitty tires for metal however many years. A manufactured metal actually doesn't sit well over time. Not <laughs> just that, but a, like it's in the elements too. Like yeah. no, the metal, rain and to, even metal yeah. against metal just like yeah. just deteriorates. So then he had to come back yesterday. So this was day two, and he came back with a couple more a couple more guys, his cousin and his brother. And they're construction guys, so like they know what they're doing in terms of like right, mechanics. Yeah, and, and, and then like, like and, and because the other logistic sweat, the logistic part abs. of this is that the trailer is higher than the house oh, because it, it, and the trailer had been brought in before some work was done on that on the roofing oh, to like shit. extend it more. So it, they had to maneuver it so carefully; yeah. it was crazy. They had, yeah. We had a hand crank for a chain to pull it towards like that, like pull it ninety degrees towards that wall. And then they had to like start turning it. Everybody carefully. at home knows what that wall is, right? Yeah, definitely yeah, that, wall. They know that wall. Think of the totally. wall, ninety <laughs> yeah, degrees on it. Yeah, it's that and wall. Uh, and do, I mean, 
I had to like jump on the roof of it a couple of times to Jesus. take off some rocks because you know that cable that you can hang clothes on right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is it's it's yeah, higher than that. Low. So we so, had to like we had to move it. Sometimes I had to duck under it. I, <laughs> oh, you're still tall, yeah. dude. Ooh, you got taller. Yeah, just sag. <laughs> you got taller since the last time I saw you. <laughs> I'm wearing a back brace. <laughs> uh, but now it's gone, man, and it's uh it, it was wild. I mean, it took hours, and I had, yeah. I, I stayed yesterday. I thought I was gonna like watch them uh, get part of it out, and then I was like, oh, I'm just gonna take off or whatever, but. I was both fascinated and terrified yeah, by the whole process because yeah. it was just, it's so narrow how the way that they got it out. It was incredible. I, had, I was like, these guys really, I was sending pictures to Julie and she was like, man, like they really want this trailer. That's the crazy part I would have just left me. it. Like, oh, you know what? Like, this is too much work, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got to go. And I told like, the guy on Thursday, yeah. I was like, hey man, just be honest with me. If this ends up, if this feels like it's going to be too much effort for you, just let me know. And like, yeah. he's like, no, nah, man. I'm going to take this. He's like, he's I'm like back rock hard. Yeah. It's like, I need this shit. Because <laughs> he wants to restore it and take it out for camping. That's what I would like imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's like a restoration kind of thing. He's retired. So he's like, I have time, like, you know, and income for, to do this. Or whatever. I never want to retire. Like, I think I do, but then I think about it and I'm like, I just want to be lazy. I just want to be rich enough to be, I don't want to retire. <laughs> I just want to be lazy. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're still trying to get the lottery. Yeah. No, I, my sister too. She's always just like, man, if I come up, you come up. And I'm just like. Yeah, I can't. I can't get to the headspace to ever fucking buy a lottery ticket. It's yeah. just such a like I fucking judge all the people in front of me when I'm trying to buy cigarettes. Like buying lottery, I'm like you're wasting everybody's time. You're not gonna win. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's like infuriating to me. Probably just because it reminds me of like how exploited we are by capitalism that yeah. we're hoping for a fucking long shot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like that's probably like where it's coming from. But obviously, it gets like super fucking uh, selfish. Or I'm just like. You're taking too long. I want my cigarettes. Yeah. You know? so I'm not trying to say like Fuck I'm like super man. deep, but I, I think it traces down to that of like, dude, there is no pie in the sky. Fucking, we're just gonna have to fucking toil and work until we're dead. It's fucked. Um, but my sister's like doing always buys the fucking tickets, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, man, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope you, you do. Win. Yeah, I hope you do win. But mm-hmm. fucking, um, how do we get there? I was gonna, I was gonna say something. Not Lottery different. money retired, money, retired, retired. Yeah, you never want to fucking eat like so. Like last night. I'm fucking, you know, I'm having a couple drinks. Schmicky boo, little tea. As one is one to do. Uh, and I just, uh, I fucking pass out pretty early. Oh, man. Um, not, not a bad thing. No, yeah. just like passed out early. Tired. Uh, just tired. a little tired. It's like that thing where like you pass out and then you kind of wake up and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to clear off my bed. I'm going to do this like fucking just degenerate style. I'm going to leave the light on. And I'm just going to roll over and see how long I sleep. So I fucking, I woke up around like 2.17. Mm-hmm. And you have that choice to make where it's just like, I should try to go to bed proper or, you know, have a couple of drinks and watch some fucking YouTube or TikToks and fucking try to go to sleep later. That's going to fuck up your whole day. <laughs> You're going to stay up too long. It's going to fuck up your day. So I tried to go to sleep. Fucking wasn't happening. I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to fucking stay up. Mm-hmm. And I had a great fucking time. I <laughs> stayed up till like six or seven, no, eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. from last night. Fucking just, <laughs> I, I was watching shows and shit. I'm just like fucking on my phone. And then I went to sleep and I woke up at like 12. And I'm good to go, baby. Nice. I, I got a stew going. Baby. <laughs> baby, you got a stew <laughs> going. Yeah. So Julie can't drink anymore. Nope. Um, At all? Yeah, nope. she can't drink anymore because. <laughs> You're pregnant. No, I, I wish. I wish that was it. Um, no, my body's just fucking shit. Um, Yikes. So he, when the universe just wants to fuck with you, it'll fuck with you, right? So my dad died January 27th. It was a Thursday. You had a dad? I had a dad. <laughs> yeah. And now he's dead. Nice. Um, I th- I tell Luis, by the way, this is just a sidetrack. Um, the way that I'm coping with it is by joking about it. Right. Like, uh, but I, you don't realize how uncomfortable people are talking about death 100. until you start talking about it all the time. Like it's something normal and people are like, oh. yeah, no, people always turn from me get weird when I talk about, it. I talk about death way too much. Yeah. And like it's definitely, it, it makes people so, so uncomfortable. uncomfortable and you're just like, 
but like he's dead, right? And like, and like we're all gonna die. Him, yeah, like yeah. I can't bring him back. And so the right. way that I'm coping is like I'm making jokes. So my dad died Thursday, and on Saturday I ended up in the hospital with appendicitis. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> and then so they do like a, a CT scan or whatever, and during that CT scan they found a bunch of other shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so um, apparently I have a fatty liver. Oh shit! And, I'm afraid of this fatty liver. Yeah. So they told me like, don't drink anymore. You have to lose weight. And I was just like, fuck you, bitch! Seriously? I ain't that fat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dreamy. but I did lose weight. I've been losing yeah, weight. Dude. And they I, when were a like, doctor told me no. I was a beast when I thought I was doing good, I was like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck your middle goal, fuck all these degrees on the wall. <laughs> it's so yeah. It's so fucked. But they were like, yeah. Um, I think the medical term is hepatic theosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like um, that. Hippocratic oath. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. And so they were like, yeah, you have a fatty liver, so Ooh. you have to stop drinking um, because otherwise you could end up with, like, cirrhosis. And I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah, I'm only 30. Guys. Although yellow <laughs> would look good on you. I think you could I think you could pull off yellow. <laughs> Simpsons yellow? <laughs> yes, it's, it's yellow. But it's like, it's Simpson so yellow. fucked. So I'm like, damn, I can't drink anymore. And the that thing is, sucks. like, I didn't even drink all that often Yeah, you, you never, you were never a boozer. But... When I did drink, I went ham. Did you? And that's the problem. Well, like uh, that's the problem. Yeah, because ham isn't booze. You can't just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got a fatty liver from eating ham. And not just that, like you moron. You know the years of. It's funny because when I was at the um at the emergency room, they like pulled me back into like you know the curtain area where you're like divided and they're like, by you're curtains. so beautiful. Your fatty liver is hot. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fetish. No, I kind of want to so Instagram. Like, <laughs> fatty liver. Hotty liver. P H A T T Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fatty liver, liver summer. <laughs> Dude, that's going somewhere. Um, we, got, we got something. We got a brainstorm. Goal, maybe. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> while I was there, um, they had beds set up and curtains dividing those beds, right? right. And so I made a which curtain ne- friend. Which, which never feels like privacy. No, <laughs> yeah. not at all. So I made a curtain friend and we started talking and she was telling me like, oh, I have cats. How many? Blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, oh, I'm an alcoholic. I, I thought you were going to say she has cats. How, how many? She's like, no, no, cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Stage four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, four cats. That's wonderful. No, but she had cirrhosis of the liver. Ooh, um, and so she was telling like me she's her like, future right? Self. Yeah. But she what if it was me, your future oh, self? Oh, now that they're saving you, like future trunks, baby. Right? <laughs> what's, my, what's my roommate's name? You don't have a roommate. This bed's been empty for years. What? <laughs> for years? Um, it's so a shitty was, hospital. Right? So she told me, she's like, yeah, you know, I was, I'm was, i an alcoholic, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I used to, you know, well, I am. Because an alcoholic, you know, never recovers or whatever. Right. The, the, um, I, I don't know if I ever forgets. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. And so, I don't know if I, uh, to be fair, I think there's other schools of thoughts on that. And I don't yeah, fall, but I understand it. I understand the concept. And so I don't know what's correct, but I say I used to be an alcoholic. Because, really? Um, like bad. Like I, I had a problem. And it's too bad because this happened before she met me. So uh, Yeah, yeah. You yeah. never got any of the uh, fun no. dysfunction. I just get the fatty liver. <laughs> God damn it. She tells stories now. Hey, man. Like, that sounds like a lot of fun. Always a bridesmaid, really never a groom. <laughs> but like I was telling her like, oh, I used to be an alcoholic. And she's like, really? You're so young. And I was like, no, but like I had an alcohol problem. And like, so they took me away from my CT scan. And I was like, bye, I'll see you in a little bit. When I came back and the doctor was she like, was oh, dead. you have a fatty liver. <laughs> just a flat one. The doctor was like, oh, you have a fatty liver. And obviously no privacy, right? Fucking curtain between oh, you. And she was like, oh, I guess you weren't lying about being an alcoholic. She's just chiming in. I'm a, fucking- Although I would prefer that. If, if I had like another human just being like, bro, I'm there too, man. It does make me feel better, like right? That's crazy. You're just like me. Yeah, that would make me feel way. If someone's just like, hey, man, I'm still alive. And I got a fatty liver. Yeah. Man. No, but she had cirrhosis. But like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. but like, it's funny because she was like, oh, I guess you weren't lying about yeah, it. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. why would I lie about being a fucking alcoholic? Like, that's I don't think it's lying. Like, I think she used the wrong word. I think that people, it's like when people exactly. say like, I have OCD. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. come on, dude. Yeah. No, you don't. Like you're self-diagnosing. Right. Like, like, oh, I'm neurodivergent. I'm like. 
I don't think it's like that might be true. And I think there's way more neurodivergence than right. you probably are aware of. But like you're really doing a disservice to the word for real, <laughs> and the community who actually uh, is like in that. So like alcoholic, I think that term gets thrown around like pretty fucking crazy. Pretty frequently, but like having had a dad that was an alcoholic and like Me. knowing what that is, yeah. you know, firsthand, I knew what I was. And so it's not like I'm just exaggerating like, oh, I used right. to only party. No, like I was legit an alcoholic. And so it was just, it was funny. But at the, at the hospital, that was my first time like having been on morphine. And that was interesting. See, man, my <laughs> first time on morphine was shit. Is oh, when really? I threw out my back the last time. Oh, okay. They, they gave me three shots of morphine over the time I was there, and I didn't feel any of it. Really? Like, when they gave me the first one, I was like, cool, I'm just going to get high. My back's going to stop hurting. And I was in exactly the same amount of pain as I was the whole time. <gasps> and then sucks, hours man. later, they're like, hey, do you feel better? Because you look really bad. And I was like, nah. I feel exactly the same. <laughs> so they gave me more morphine. And then, like, I was, like, going to, they were, like, just, like, uh, they are going to, like, let me go. But Dang, they were gonna let you. They're just gonna let you die. No, no, no. It was like they've done everything. They've done all the scans. I've been there for yeah. like seriously six or seven hours, and I was still in the same amount of pain. Uh, but they're basically like, we can't do anything no. more for you. But they're like, but my blood pressure is so high. They're like, we can't. We we're not comfortable just letting you go. Yeah. But you're in so much pain that like uh to like well they're gonna give you more morphine that they probably gave me three or four shots of morphine and none of it did That's shit. It was wild, so man. fucking. It was. Meanwhile, I was high as a fucking. I know pipe. you're so lucky. I so I have I, I idolize morphine because of Moulin Rouge because that's the drug they used the, uh, the like the Bohemians used to. That was what they straight lined the fucking morphine. Fuck. They were morphine addicts and to me it's like so romantic. I, I get that. I get that. Like we shouldn't fuck with drugs but. like that and opiates like that. One hundred percent. And I would never fuck with heroin. But if someone was like, let me shoot you up with morphine, I would probably I, say yes. Yeah. Here, two things. Not my you probably. Said, yeah, right? <laughs> you said Moulin Rouge, and for some reason I thought you said Moulin. Like just Moulin. Oh, Moulin. Yeah. Moulin. I was like, Remember that I was trying to think, like, when were they doing Morphe? Was it Genghis Khan? You know, Eddie Murphy was, was a metaphor <laughs> for Morphe. Yeah. For I, we, I just we showed just her Moulin Rouge last night. Last night. You heard it she or never seen it for the first time. Yeah. You never? never? Seen it? No. Wow, you're gonna like love I had, it. No, she saw it. I watched it yesterday. Um, I Are seen, you not about? Yeah, what? I would think that's right up your alley. No, um, I would think so too because I'm really into like theatrics and musicals and, and all of that. And but it's like, a jukebox musical. Uh, but it was just it was too comical for me. Like it was too funny. Too zany. Like in moments that I felt like I should be feeling a certain way, I couldn't because it was something hilarious was happening. I, so I it's loved like, the it stylized cheap. of it. It felt cheap. No, it felt like to me it was like. So stylized, and especially like, I yeah, I love the style of it. But at the time, I was obviously like, kind of like teen, like eighteen. I think I was like eighteen when I watched two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Then I was definitely eighteen. I definitely had the love of my life who I couldn't be with. Um, And so. I, dude, that heartbreak of it, like, I remember watching it. Um, I watched it with Travis. He was okay, like, hey, let's yeah. watch it. I was at his house. And, like, he lived down the, not down, down the, he lived, like, a 10-minute walk from my house. So I'd walk to his house. Uh, but we're graduated high school. And literally, like, the love of my life, like, I, like, can't be with. And, like, I don't know if she likes me or she does like me. But, like, we spent the whole summer getting to know each other. Like, all this fucked up shit. So we watch it. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, oh, man, this is, like, too over the top. But then once I sink into the style of it, I'm like, yo, this is actually kind of, like, dope. Like, I love how over the top and extravagant it is. But then it gets, like, more serious. And it's, like, so tied into this bohemian, like, almost, like, beat, like, generation, like, fucking artistry. But that's the thing, though. It never got serious enough. Right. And I like, hear that just too funny and like I couldn't enjoy it yeah and not just that but like I also tripped out towards the end because I mean you know my dad just recently 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 freshly passed away and so like he's still fresh (laughs) still fresh still fresh still Um, fresh uh, but no, but there was a character at the end of the movie that looked just like my dad and so I couldn't focus because every time I saw him I was like oh my god 
throw a pair of glasses on that guy and it's my dad. Jesus. Like it was that uncanny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I just at the and that happened at the end, that final scene where they're putting on the show and like, you know, spectacular, um, spectacular. Yeah, the guy that was meant to shoot the guy, like yeah, yeah, yeah. him, he looked just like my dad. And so I was like, man, like, and so every time I saw him, I was like, that's my fucking dad. Like, yeah. when did my dad make you're, this you're movie? Definitely, like, you're definitely a different headspace than like 18-year-old Chris pining yeah. for a while. Yeah. I remember walking home the 10 minutes I was walking home after that and being so in that, you know, like in that headspace where you're just gonna go home and listen to the cure the Smiths, <laughs> you know, or just like I just want to like soak in my sorrow. Uh and I for years, like when that movie came up, I'd be like, I'm never watching that again. Like I just can't deal with Safine like fucking dying of consumption. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um I just can't deal with that kind of heartbreak. And then, you know, like I I, I eventually give up uh hopeless romanticism and just dive right into romanticism. And I'm like, yeah, no, like I rewatch that movie now, I'm just like, oh my God, I fucking love it. You know, like probably every three to four months, I'll watch the fucking elephant love melody. Was that the fucking Ian McGregor and and oh uh, yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah when they yeah. go back and forth yeah that was my well, favorite scene dude that yeah. is like fucking and when they that's the that's actually I know it's gonna people are gonna hate me for this but that's what got me into Heroes the original by David Bowie because oh, like yeah. when they go into like we could be heroes yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. yo that yeah. that gives me chills still I, I think that's what I really liked because to be honest I was telling her as we were watching it I was like this is a lot zanier than I remember it because yes, I remember it, it being a little like bit slower paced. So stylish. But it is moving so fast. Especially at the beginning. Like the circuits it's, yeah. it's like, like fucking yeah. breaking It's crazy, speed. yeah. yeah. Um, but I was telling her, A, what I really still like is the aesthetic of it. Like, oh, I, like I the color the palette. Yes. I, if I could see the world the in that color palette forever, is perfect. Great. But I also really like it. I didn't really get to share this yesterday. Like, you know, I'm, I'm reading. Because <laughs> um, you guys don't talk in real life. No, <laughs> I'm watching the movie. Save it for the But like, I've been rereading um, Dune, the Dune series. I'm almost done with Book Two, with Dune Messiah. Messiah, are you? Is that what you were going to say right now? Book Two, number two. Book number two. Oh, now we're now we're getting into some dangerous accent territory. What I really have been enjoying out of Dune and is like the you know, the power of voice and the power of language oh, yes, and that sort of thing. Yes, 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 and yes, I really yes. like how Moulin Rouge does this thing where because they're, like, he's speaking poetry or they're speaking these yes. really, this really poetic language yes. that the audio changes like to sort of uh, emphasize it. You know, like this is powerful what's being said right now because they've never said it before or this is new. You know, when he's like, the hills have, I like this yes. magic breaks it's out of him. New. They're like, what did you do? It, do it again. Poetry, do it again. Do it now, now, now. It's art being yeah. like, even though like, and the great thing is it's art that we're familiar with and we already have emotional ties to. So like we immediately get like, oh my God, if I heard fucking that melody for right. the first time. If you were in that I, room. I, like, they were I can remember the first time I heard those melodies sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. fucking the first time you heard Nirvana. Right. Fucking the first time you heard any of the, even like I used to hate Roxanne. It like slowed down the whole movie for me. And it was like, so like you had a movie full of a cast of characters and then it just focuses on these two characters doing this thing. And it's also like really sad, right? Where like, like the characters who are in love are kind of like, like, like there's this distance and tension between them. So I never really got that but then like i'm so into fucking the police like those first two albums Mm -hmm. um stings police yeah uh and like i'm so into roxanne i was into roxanne for fucking ever i love that song so then like i've really come to appreciate just like that performance of roxanne and like how it fit the narrative structure and and, like those things to me i'm i can still go back and be like oh this was like some shit going like this was like a really fucking bold take when people weren't taking those kind of bold takes cinematically with the musical. And I think at the time, 
like movie musicals were kind of dead. Like, like, like. Didn't it come out around the same time as uh, Phantom of the Opera and stuff, though? And Phantom Maybe. sucked. Actually, it was what? critically panned. The Phantom of the Opera movie sucked. No, are you kidding it, me? I here's the thing: <laughs> Phantom of the Opera is trash, and I love Phantom of the Opera, but that movie is no, garbage. I am going dude, to, I'm have to send, I'm going to send you so many. You, dude, I can literally send you so many YouTube videos dissecting Phantom from Phantom fans, people who are like, "This is trash," and I love it, and it was my first musical, and. Dude, that Phantom movie, I watched it. I remember I went into Clean, and I watched it, and I was wanting to like it because I liked the Phantom. I fucking watched that shit on stage multiple times before I fucking watched that movie, and that movie is absolute garbage. <laughs> I am garbage, going to have to disagree. I Boo, love garbage. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Phantoms, I don't know if you ever were submitted to this, but my dad, for some reason, fucking loved this movie, and he made us watch it. And I was just like, Debbie oh, does huh? Dallas. no, love it. Love it. Huge called, fan. Um, <laughs> it's called <laughs> Phantom of the Paradise. No. And it's like a, like a, somebody tried to make a Phantom of the Opera, but like 70s version of okay. it. And it was just I so cheesy. Like, okay. and like I sat there, my dad is so stoked, right? Like, he's like, come on guys. Like I want, I want to show you guys. Like, this yeah. is one of my favorites. And we sat there and we were like, uh-huh. Oh, uh, <laughs> worst feeling, like, right? Showing someone your favorite yeah. and they and, have like, I didn't the wanna, worst. Like, because right. my dad rarely did that it's, kind of stuff it's, with it's, us. It's bad on both sides, right? If you're the yeah. person who doesn't like it or you're the person oh, showing it and man. they don't like it. <laughs> and so we were just like, yeah, that's really cool. He's like, yeah, you guys like the music. We're like, yeah, sure. Uh, like, that, that was funny. great. He showed us that one and fucking Jesus Christ Superstar. Like, See, I've been wanting to, to fuck with that. Nah, guy. Like, at, like and not the movie. And, like, I, I want to watch the stage. And, like, right. like, fucking love Jesus Christ Because here's the thing. I love Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, but I have a lot of feeling. I was in. Oh my in. God, like that one too. I was <laughs> in. <laughs> the music is really good when it's done good. And I was in productions of, uh, and I, I, I never, I never, <laughs> I went to that one. Yeah. <laughs> <You remember? laughs> I was one of the brothers. I can't remember which one. <laughs> and I was such a shitty but, career, like, man, it, it was, was all watching the other kids, kids do it, it, yeah. to be fair though the production was it was a, a theater for kids it was for kids and they experience and, and some of the roles were played by adults probably because like they could carry the role or there just wasn't enough kids oh, um, but like so like when you go to a kids theater I was actually super excited when Lewis was like hey I'm doing this <laughs> and I got a free ticket do you want to show up and I was like fuck yeah fuck yeah because mm-hmm. um, like kids earnestly doing theater i can enjoy even if it's bad because i'm just like i can enjoy the cringe of it like like you know that, that's enjoyable trying, like, but yeah. i can also enjoy the sincerity of it and every once in a while there's some breakout kid right where you're like whoa you're like shia labeouf and good. even stevens <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i was like yo this show is trash but i keep watching it because like i think this kid has some real talent mm-hmm. and so like and there were like one or two kids yeah, i thought in the, that in the cast, i was like the- whoa you're giving me something else like i know it took like 30 minutes to get here but this kid is doing <laughs> something did they also do me and you went and watched uh fucking hunchback there right hunchback yeah hunchback. We saw, did, and the, hunchback did it sweeney todd did, did oh shit uh, sweeney todd I, I wish i saw kids doing sweeney, sweeney todd, todd was the first up. my introduction oh, to man, that I didn't even, into that cast yeah I, I remember like everybody because like obviously quasimodo and hunchback is you know the piece everybody wants and like Hamlet, I assume, you have to have a take on how you're going to play Quasimodo, right? Because there is a physical deformity there. There is, like, a very strong... Um, you have to make a presence, but you also have to make that presence, like, endearing and vulnerable. Um, or it could get into character, especially nowadays when, we, when like, we treat... Uh, characters who are disabled or marginalized in such um like we have so much more space like well there's way more story than this fool's a disfigured hunchback right mm-hmm. um and so like you probably nowadays want to bring more of that in and i'm sure that was kind of going into it yeah but like basically uh, uh, like like 
high school or lower, they're just going to be like, I'm Quasimodo. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and then they, it, it, they're going to try to sing pretty, you know, right. like that's yeah. Quasimodo, right? I'm a monster who can sing, <laughs> you know? Um, and so like, it's clumsy and I can like, you have space for a clumsy kid actor if they're showing some potential in this and that. But, this kid had none of that. He was just playing like, I am Quasimodo. But he's such like an integral part. And obviously, every fucking girl in this cast is so obviously in love. Like, you could watch it on stage and you're just like, oh, I could just look at all the relationships that have happened during the casting, yeah. through the production, through the fucking rehearsals. Like, I know this boy is wanted by all these girls. And like, there's been so much fucking drama. So like, that like trying to find that nuance really makes like watching a kids or like you know, kids when there's like high school kids in there makes those productions almost like watching reality TV, right? Where you're just like, you're not that good as Quasi, but man these girls fucking love you and i bet that shit was drama <laughs> i bet there's so much drama going on behind stage right fucking now oh, i yeah, wish i could sure. watch that shit man Absolutely. So that would be man. the shit that's so funny I, because i had been a part of it for a few years when we went to go see that because i think that was the last thing that we saw yeah i, 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 I saw kids <laughs> I <fell asleep>. uh, <laughs> we um we saw i saw i saw boys and girls that I had like I had seen like they were like in elementary up. school oh, like shit. when like, yeah, it was being taught thing and then now like they're in high school and I'm like oh my god like they're so awkward like yeah, that is so weird that's so, dude especially like theater kids right where they go from like these precocious confident little kids who are just like trying to grab the attention from one another in the spotlight to see them grow into these awkward teens where you're like oh my god this is fucking hilarious because yeah. I remember being an awkward teen I remember like going from precocious teen to being like I want the spotlight but then it's on me and like can you see my pimples? Like, am I ugly? Like, am I good? And then, but like someone, and some of them are just like, okay, like, you, you, not that you're not good, but you're not showing me anything right now. But when a kid can fucking project past that and like start like, like touching you, <laughs> we're talking about kids. <laughs> it's getting weird. But when a kid can uh, um, put Ooh, forth, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, do a performance that actually is like, there is something captivating about it. There's like, you can see potential of the talent coming out. Um, then you're just like, whoa, especially like watching a kid progress into like adulthood and watching a talent like come out and you're just like, this is really phenomenal. Mm -hmm. That's why I like open mics. Cause I get to see a progression. Oh, I yeah. get to see like comedians, like hone a craft and like either completely go nowhere or like, I mean, me and you have seen people who are garbage mm -hmm. turn really fucking good. Mm -hmm. and just been like, whoa, that's amazing. And then the beauty of like community theaters yeah. and open mics is you get to talk to those people after and be like, man, you're really fucking good. Yeah, it's yeah. not like they're off limits and like, right, you know, right. Don't touch them. They're celebrities. Like, yeah. Although I touch celebrities, so <laughs> on a daily. Uh, no, no, no. I touch myself to celebrities. Oh, hey. <laughs> I touch celebrities every here and there. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a here and there. <laughs> <laughs> For those at home, I pointed at various places that are fun to touch. What is the rhyme? The something something um, lemonade. Soggy bottom the corner. Uh, oh, um, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, you're not something, familiar something, with this? No. Turn something, the corner, lemonade. lemonade. Around, around the, the corner, corner is like fudge something is made. Fudge is made. Yeah. Yeah. It's about your butt. <laughs> yeah. It's about your butt. You don't I, say. I, I feel like it's like what time is it? PPPP -p 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 lemonade. <laughs> but it is some innocuous question that starts it off, right? Like, I don't know. Like, well, like where is the 7 Eleven? Oh, it's down the street. Are you thinking up your butt, butt and around the corner? <laughs> it's something like that, though. Because yeah. around your butt, the fudge is made. 
Um, oh, milk, maybe milk, milk, no. milk, milk, milk le- lemonade. lemonade. Around, Around the, the corner, corner is fudge is made, right? Yeah, milk, milk, lemonade. I'm glad we figured that out yeah. for everybody. Milk, milk. You point at your boobies. I've never heard this. Lemonade. You've never heard no. this. Point at your wiener. She was Around so she was so sheltered. You are so sheltered. You never. No, How about I've never Popeye heard. the Sailor Man? I live, live in, in a garbage, garbage can. can. Yeah. What? Where uh, does it go? Something about his wiener. What? Uh, no, you had oh, a wiener. Wait, no, no, no. Wait. He That's ran gross. out of gas. He ran out of gas. No, there's another wait. one with his wiener involved. No, I, we were. I wasn't in a garbage, garbage can. can. He fell on his. Something. He ran out of gas and fell on his ass. He's Popeye the Sailor Man. That's where it was at my school. No, there's the another one with his wiener involved. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I live in a garbage can. I got a big wiener. Won't you suck it, baby? Oh, suck it, baby. Doom. Uh, yeah, I don't know the wiener one. We we had the he fell on his he ran out of gas, he fell on his ass. No, that was like we had our the big wiener thing. one at school. Wow. You are sheltered. Jingle bells, Batman smells. Robin you fucked me in the ass. <laughs> 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 then I made an egg and Robin smelled it. And he was and my baby. Also, there was an ass. And, and uh, yeah. So your guys' life has been going well. Oh no. No, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. No, like I mean, no has anything oh uh, you no. know, have you been through anything totally. in the last No, couple? nothing. You know, just my dad died, but that's all. I remember uh, when my <laughs> grandma died, like uh, she got cancer and she moved in with us. And, uh, and. Oh, but like she died at home, right? She died. Yeah. She died in bed with my, yeah. my dad and her were talking. And then oh. my dad starts screaming like, Irene, Irene, Irene. And. Wait, like, your dad called his mom by her first name? My dad and my, like my dad is white and my mom is Mexican. So both families hated each other. Oh. Um, but my mom went over for the most part, my dad's family and my dad, um, and like, and we lived with my my dad's family. And then when we moved down here, we lived with my grandma. And my dad and my grandma did not get along whatsoever. But when she got cancer, she was still living at her place. And everyone had kind of moved out. So like, yeah. I would spend weekends there because I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. And um, but like, I would I would hang out there. But eventually, yeah. she got like, uh, she got sick enough where we moved her into our house. Yeah. And um, and my dad and my grandma got really fucking close. Like really yeah. fucking like. This is your dad's mom. No, no my uh, mother-in-law, mom. yeah. Um, and so they would talk all the fucking time. And so they were talking. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, she, like, it was, like, right before everything was about to get really bad. Um, but she, like, kind of, like, they were talking. And she, like, kind of nodded off. And so he, like, screams. And, like, I rushed into the room. And he's, like, let's get her off the bed. So me and my dad, like, picked up her body and, like, moved it off the bed. And then we called 911. And she's, like. Was she already pro- deceased at this point? She was pronounced like Dead on, on the scene, she was like not breathing, and, but they were able to revive her on the way over to the hospital. But basically, it was like, okay, she doesn't want to be on a machine. She already said that, right? And so it was like, this is it. Like she's revived. You can say goodbye, but she's not. She's not awake. Yeah. Um. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And yeah. like everybody in my family kind of gave me shit about it, but I was just like, what am I going to gain from going in yeah. there and seeing that shit? Um, yeah. You already. And, I mean, you already saw her at home. One hundred. I I saw everything I needed from body. my grandma. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh, I remember, like, the next two weeks was, like, my uncle's coming down and everyone's staying at our house and, like, planning the funeral and doing all this shit. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like, it was, uh, I mean, it was great because I loved when all my family came in, but it was, like, marred by tra- tragedy. Right. But like you, my family deals, my mom's side of the family deals with tragedy with humor. Right. So we're joking constantly. Right. Just joking about everything. And my dad's not like that. And at one point, it was, like, everybody was, like, we're on the way to the funeral. And we're getting ready, so it's already hectic. Everybody's, like, yeah. short fuses. And we're, like, still joking about it. My dad freaks out. He's like, I don't get it. Like, this is, like, basically fucked up. Like, why are you guys yeah. joking about this? And I was, like, it was, like, 
I had never really dealt with tragedy that right, at that, that level. Close. And so like having humor as an outlet, especially for my uncles who I thought were, who are, I think are hilarious people, like being able to like joke and like deal with this was like such like a godsend to me. And then to have my dad like fucking just freak out, I was like, oh, is this fucked up? Yeah. And then my mom went back at him and she was like, basically like fuck you this is how we deal with yeah. pain like this is what we're gonna fucking do and fucking stop it and he and he was like oh okay like i didn't realize that and so and then the ne- the day after the funeral we all went to universal studios that's why my mom likes universal oh, so right. much yeah because yeah. it's like so connected to like how she kind of like Cope. we Cope, we just yeah. yeah we just went there and just had a regular day at universal yeah. it wasn't sad it wasn't like we just had a really fun day at universal the whole family and um and i was like oh this is a total legitimate way to cope yeah. with tragedy and pain. Damn, why is that word so hard for me? Yeah, tragedy. Great. I love how much tragedy. everything slows yeah, down. It's like a like tempo changer, like, bro. Speech impediment. <laughs> so, so it must have been fun for you then. Oh, it was <laughs> loads of fun. Um, so in last last year, I actually signed a DNR for my dad. It's a uh, do not resuscitate. Ooh, that's some adult shit that your parents can't help you with. Um, yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, so I had the privilege of signing that for my dad. and. He actually, he was, at the time that we signed it, he was in his right mind, like right state of mind. And he just told me like, this is a decision that I don't want to make for myself. Like, can you please, because I was his advanced directive. So the person that makes all his medical decisions in the case that he were unable to do so for himself, he had appointed me to do that. Yeah. Serious adult. This, your parents literally can't do this for you shit. Um, so they called me and they were like, your dad doesn't want to make this decision. You need to make it for him. Ooh, and they were like, heavy. do you understand what a, what a DNR is? And I was like, yeah, I, I know what it is. But like at this point, I'm thinking like, oh, my God, like, is my dad really this close to dying? Right. You know, because if they're asking me to sign a DNR and they were like, no, no, no. Like, this is just he, we noticed he didn't have one on file. And I was like, oh, OK, because I've had to fill out forms for myself, like DNR, DNR forms for myself, like for my C-section and for oh, this Jesus. last time for the appendicitis, like. They have you, like, do you want them to resuscitate wow, you? I've never had a medical condition that ever Same. So far, I've signed that. two for wow. myself um, where I do want them to resuscitate me. I'm still young, you know, ish. Damn, dude. Um, you want to be a vegetable? No, but I mean, like, What's if up, they can cucumber? try to. So DNR is if your heart gives out. Right. Do you want them to do CPR on yeah, you or yeah, not yeah. and try to bring you back? But in, in that case, they may break some ribs. They may hurt you another way. they will break um, ribs, yeah. If they're it's actually doing so it right. easy. If you do a CPR yeah. class, they tell you how easy it is. I mean, it only takes like seven pounds of pressure I, or something I don't like think, that. I don't think you ever don't break ribs. Yeah, right. if you're CPR. doing it right, yeah. you will break ribs. And so when they were telling me this, I was like, okay, I'm going to sign a do not resuscitate form for my dad because I don't want him to suffer more than what he needs to. Mm-hmm. And I explained it to my dad and like, you know, we talked about it and like, yeah, that was a rough day. But when, so my dad had a stroke Wednesday night and he went into the hospital and it was a massive stroke like so that night like I didn't sleep because I was like you know as they called me at three it was 3 16 in the morning and damn they called me and they were like okay we got the results of his MRI this should ever happen at 12 in the afternoon (laughs) but they were like get me out of work bitch (laughs) right we got results of his scans and it was a massive stroke and but he was still like talking and you know I was like kind of holding out hope because he was he was still survive strokes but like with all of the other health issues that my dad had I looked it up and I was like oh my god like if my dad survives this he's gonna have a fucked up time like he's not gonna enjoy living anymore he's gonna be miserable exactly and so I was like like that night or that morning actually like I was in the shower and I prayed and I was like fuck just take him but let him know that I love him, you know, like, right, right, right. because at that point I was like, I don't want my dad to suffer. Fuck this. This 100. is why I, I signed a DNR for him because and I don't obviously, want Obviously, him... like he doesn't want to suffer because no. he's not even willing to make that choice for himself. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, no, like, you know what? Like, like, he's like, I don't want to suffer, but I don't want to say that I'm willing to die. Exactly. too selfish. Yeah. Uh, that choice for him. To, for, he thinks, you know, to make it. You know? Oh, and there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, I think that's fair too. 
you know, and so that day they, I called in the morning. I was like, what, you know, is there an update? And they're like, well, he's still talking, but he's starting to slur his speech now. And like, and I was like, okay, so he's getting worse. He's yeah. not getting better. Mm-hmm. And the nurse was like, no, no, no. And like Sometimes at this point I'm like better. crying. Right. Yeah, and sure. cause I know what's coming Yeah. and she's like still holding out hope for me, but I'm not. Like, I know that this that's is like, the end. And that's so you know? her job, right? And it's it is. Like... And she was so great. Her name was Anya. Is Anya. She's still alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kill her. She I, she's, she's still alive. She's still around. She's not dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but her name is Anya. And she did such a good job at, like, comforting me. Right. And that's something that, you know, things like that you remember forever. Yeah, yeah. And so she was telling me, she's like, no, just hold out hope because they, sometimes they get worse before they get better and blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but it was a massive stroke. So even if he does get better, he's not going to be better. He's, yeah. I don't want to see my dad as a vegetable, you that's, know, like that's yeah. rough. Like from having been such an independent like man to like a vegetable. Your I don't dad was see a man. That. He, he was a man. <laughs> he identified as a man. Yeah, okay. And um <laughs> But um, so that day was rough. They called me yeah. about like noon and they were like, this is it. You guys have to come and say goodbye. Ooh. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I remember like telling him I was like, we have to leave now. And I'm like shaking. Right. Because yeah. this is my dad. Yeah, 100. And um, I'm going down the stairs and I'm like, I can't walk. Like, what's yeah, going yeah, on? And he's yeah. like, are you OK? Like, do not fall down these stairs. And I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, the last thing I need is yeah, I know. Right? Right Which now. you ended up with anyway. So <laughs> Which yeah, you did, end up did end up with. <laughs> um. And so, you know, we get there. We were the first ones to get there because I'm calling people. I'm She's, calling everybody. Yeah. You called. So you called your brother or some. Uh, I called Giovanni. I started yeah. call. I started with calling Giovanni, which is my older brother who my dad lived with. Okay. And um, then I called Baggins and then um, my, yeah. my, my other brother. I, I told him to call my sister because I was like, I do not want to deal with her hysterics because I'm in hysterics. Yeah. And so I was like, call my sister, let her know. But you guys need to go like now because he's dying now. And then I started calling his other family members. I started calling people in El Salvador. And I'm just like, you know, trying to go through this, trying to cope with like the fact that my 100. dad will be leaving me in no a couple coping, hours. Yeah. You know? I was going to say, there's no coping. There's the no way that she's describing it right now, like it. it, it I'm sure you were trying to cope. I was yeah. trying, but was I was trying like, to communicate. It was tough because yeah. I was like, hey, at the same time, I was like, are you sure you don't want me to make some of these right, phone calls? Right, but like, right. she but wants I to felt own like it. I needed because, like, to. It's, yeah. I'm her. I'm his daughter. I should be calling right. my brothers and all. And like, okay, I had to. Plus, her brothers that. hate you. They think you're a <laughs> yeah. I stole a lot of their money um, and their sister. <laughs> so you know, we get to the hospital. We see my dad, and I told Luis on the way there. I was like, we have to play Nowhere Man because that was his favorite Beatles song. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So we have to play it for him while we're there. Don't let me forget. And so you know, the first thing he did was like he played it for him. We played it for him. And at this point, my dad was already asleep, so right. he he never woke up from that sleep. Um, but he would still move his legs to kind of let us know like you know i can hear you but i'm i'm gone i'm leaving Mm -hmm. and um so he played nowhere man and then i asked him because my dad was a believer of the beyond the beyond and asking for signs from people who have passed on and if you write them down or if you ask them before they pass away they can come back and like give you those signs so i asked him um i was like hey i know that you believe in this and so i want my sign to be like whenever you're around me whenever like it doesn't matter where but if you're around me play a Beatles song for me I don't care which one just play one so that I know you're with me right yeah and like he moved his leg and I you know it could have just been like gases or whatever you know your body starts adjusting and doing its own stuff was part cyborg right and the absolutely and that was an absolutely early adopter so that shit was shoddy (laughs) so you know then we had because of covid we had to go up in pairs two by two so we couldn't all just be in there same thing happens in jail though before oh you know (laughs) (laughs) they stole that model that's how they popped me baby (laughs) (laughs) so we were we were down there we came down and then there was some point where they wouldn't allow us to go back up anymore because of like contagion and like whatever and exposure they're like this movie's so good you can't come right (laughs) so we're sitting outside on these benches it's quite a shit because it's a fucking hospital right Mm -hmm. and i'm standing we're talking about something i don't remember what 
Um, but over the hospital intercoms, here comes the sun by the Beatles starts playing. Oh. And I collapsed and yeah, I just start sure. crying. And everyone was like, what's wrong? Like, did he die already? Like, what happened? Yeah. And Luis had to explain it to people like, no, like she asked her dad for this and this. And then like an hour after that, it happened again where that same song came on over the intercoms at the hospital. Yeah. And we were just like, and I knew I was like, he's leaving us. He's saying right, goodbye. Because right, right. like, I asked him for the sign, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then he passed away. They called me and they were like, you have to come get his stuff. Like he passed away at Oof. 8, 10. And I was like, okay. And so yeah, it's like, get him out of here. Right? Yeah. Goodbye. I mean, you get him out. At this point, away, bitch. <laughs> by Felicia, they're just like, hey, bye, Felicia. Uh, fucking at this point, though, like when that happens, are you inconsolable? Or are so you like, in, like I'm clean up. This mode? is the interesting part. When I was on the phone talking to doctors, mm -hmm. I was just like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you for letting us know. Like it was completely controlled. Like, oh, okay. It was something you could what like, time did he pass away? To uh -huh. deal with. Oh, okay, he passed away at this time. Okay, great. Uh, I can go up for his stuff. Great, thank you. I will be right up. And it was. It, it sounded exactly like right. that. But as soon as They're I hung like, up, I was like, she definitely killed her husband. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like anyone else would have been like, okay, she doesn't care about him. Right. But as soon as I hung up, it was like completely different. Like I just broke down and I was like, yeah. he's gone. That's it. It's over. Yeah. Um. And so sorry. Wow. Um. <laughs> but then my older brother went up with me to get his stuff and um. You know, we came back downstairs. We're all kind of like hugging, crying, having our moments outside Definitely. the hospital. And around like, because my dad passed away at 8, 8 10 p.m. And around like 10-ish, we all started kind of like, okay, well, we can't. Obviously, there's nothing we else here to do. do. This forever. So even we, should, we want to. We should leave. You know, yeah. we can't like he's gone. And now we got to go home. It's been Ooh, a long day. It's a hard decision to make. Um, though. Yeah. Yeah. We, a lot of the, we've been there since like 11 or so. Yeah. We got there pretty early. And so we spent literally a whole day there. Yeah. And um, so my cousins on the way to their car, were going to drop off my brother to his car. And they said that the radio turned on by itself. And it was Don't Let Me Down by the Beatles. And it was blasting on the radio. And they were they like, sent us video they it. sent us a video of like, it. Neither of us is playing that song from our phone. Like they're able to record like, it. Like, and it, they said that it played on repeat for 45 minutes and then just shut off by itself. And so, so strange. it was so, so strange. And so I'm just like thinking like, wow, like my dad is, you know, he, what he believed in that's, it's either a really big coincidence or like mm -hmm. something is happening, you know? Um, and so I called my aunt, his sister. And I was in like in, in another country because I couldn't sleep, you right, know, and right, right, neither right, could right. she. And so I was like, are you still and, awake? And Lewis was just like in the bed. He, he's he just kept like, telling me like, he's like, <laughs> Shut Shut up. It down. he's like, you need to sleep. And I was like, I can't sleep. Yeah, like I mean, my dad everyone just was died. Calling, like, it, it yeah. was call after call after call. You and know? then it, would, it, it was like, okay, like she's gone through some emotions. Okay. We're like kind of calm down. And then it'd be another phone call. And then it'd be and like people just talking and more emotions. start. But I called my aunt because I was like, hey, are She's you like, fuck, are I you awake? this Game of Thrones episode. <laughs> right? I was like, are you awake? And she was like, yeah, because over there it was like mid, like one or two in the morning. And okay. it's midnight yeah. over here. And she was, I was like, are you awake? And she's like, yeah. Um, and I was like, can I call you? Like, you want to talk? And she's like, yeah. So I called her and I was like, hey, you know what? Like, I know that this is rough. Like me trying to console other people, right? right? I was like, I know that this is rough. But like, listen, my dad's been giving us signs that he's here, blah, blah, blah. And I told her about like my experience and my cousin's experience with my brother. And she was like, wow, that's incredible. And I was like, isn't it? Like, isn't it so great? And she was like, no, like, you don't understand. She's like, an hour before your dad passed away, my husband turned on the TV and it was the Beatles playing on TV. And she even made a comment like, oh, my brother, when he taught at the university, he used to teach people how to speak English using Beatles songs. Mm -hmm. And so she mentioned that and she's like, it's incredible that we're all getting like little Beatles songs. Yeah, and so yeah. like other family members started reaching out to me like, hey, this just started playing like out of nowhere for me. And I was like, dang, okay, so that's cool, right? Yeah. Um, so the next day, because no matter how much I begged this man to make his own funeral arrangements, he never did. Um, it's a hard thing to make for yourself. It really is. And yeah. it's a hard conversation to have with someone that 100. you love. But like, 
It's one of those things that should just be more normal. Yeah. If you're just preparing, it's like having retirement. That's why I talk about death so much. (laughs) I'm just like, we're all, but it is normal. We're all going to die. And not to take away from the heartbreak, it is a heartbreaking, heart wrenching, fucking overwhelming experience. But you know what's more overwhelming is $3,000 for a casket. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that too. But like, more overwhelming is your dad dying and you also have to pay for and plan his funeral at the same time because that's fucked, right? And so. 100. I had to, my cousin It's like putting me, on a sad wedding. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. In like a day. It's a yeah, in like a day. Yeah. And so um, my cousin gave me information for a funeral home. I contacted them. I went down. Luis drove me to their offices and he dropped me off in there. And I'm feeling like shit, right? Because my parking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. No, no, no. He like, like, just abandoned lag. me there. I followed with your dead dad. Bad bitch. Do donuts in the parking Do you want wiener schedule? But like, so I go in and I'm sitting there and I'm feeling like shit and I haven't slept and I haven't eaten and I'm like, you know, crying, right? Because my yeah. dad is dead and now I'm like in a funeral home, which makes it even more real, right? Like you, your dad I, is dead. Everything I hear, the escalation of it isn't that it's just heartbreaking or that. It's the steps of realness, yeah. right? It's, of like so, it's becoming like, more and more and like more and a, more real. A DNR is more real. A Absolutely. fucking a call from a doctor is more Time real. Time of death was this. A like, fucking funeral is more real. And so I'm sitting in the funeral home by myself. It's super quiet. Like nothing's going on. And then over the speakers in their fucking place, a fucking Beatles song starts playing. And I text Lisa right away and I was like, yo, like this is happening right now. And I had to Google the lyrics because it was one that I had never heard before. And it's called That's All Right, Mama. And I was just like, oh, fuck. I like, think that's a cover, right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It sounds like it because it sounds uh, like that. It, it sounds like that. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that. And but so, I don't know. so I was just like, was holy shit. It was the Beatles again. Like, what the fuck? What a coincidence. And then silence, right? And so then we're filling out paperwork. Luis joins us in the office. I'm picking out pictures for the obituary. Ooh, that's emotional. Right? Real and real and real and real. Yep. And so, again, while we're there, and this time Luis was there, the same, uh, the same song starts playing. And then just silence afterwards. And so I was like, what the fuck? Like, okay, my dad's telling me, like, he's got me, like, he's got my back. He's still here. And um, fucking at the hospital, it happened again. Well, at the hospital, I had an interesting experience because... That whole day. So we went to Mara's around like what? Noon-ish. I hadn't eaten since maybe like Tuesday night um, because my dad went into the hospital Wednesday. And so I hadn't eaten. It was just like Wednesday early. Um, So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I had not eaten. So that was what? Four days that I hadn't eaten. Because like your dad just died. You're not thinking of like, I'm hungry. Your body isn't functioning at all like that. And so... That morning, I woke up with a pain on my side, and I was like, I'm probably just hungry. Like, I should right, eat something. Right, right, right. And so I ate a banana. It didn't work. So I was like, fuck it, whatever. We went to Mara's around, like, noon Wait, is that a euphemism? You no. just gave Lewis a blowy? I said, you gotta cope. You know? <laughs> gotta cope. <laughs> and so um, we went to Mara's, and they ordered uh, Mexican food. And so I took a couple bites of that, and I took a couple bites of some french fries, and I was like, man, this really hit me heavy. Like, maybe because I haven't eaten in so long, Right. And I was like, fuck, like my stomach was hurting the whole day. It got to a point at night. We ended up leaving around like 730 at night. And I had to unbutton my pants because my stomach had bloated out like, oh, and it was like rock hard. And I was like, guys, I'm not joking. Like, I think there's something wrong with me. Yeah. And I was like, I think it's my appendix. And everyone was like, no, nah, you'd be on the floor if it were your appendix. And I was like, no, but like. Plus, it's, it's like, not that you're overreacting, but how much are you reacting? Right. right? To like everything that had already 100. happened to me. And so Luis was like, honestly, you've probably just given yourself an ulcer because you're trying to do so much all at once. That's a fair assessment, doctor. And I was just like, <laughs> no, like this doesn't feel right, like right, an ulcer. Right. This feels like something else. I think it's my appendix. So on the way home, I was like, you have to stop by CVS or something, guy, because I'm like. Give me that a- appendix of medicine. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he buys Tums and Alka-Seltzer yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. and Gatorade. I would do the same thing. I would do the same <laughs> thing. She's also had, um, what's it, acid reflux before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had that in the past. I thought I was having 
having a heart attack the you other do. day. And it was fucking acid I reflux. Just, acid reflex. It's fucked. It's fucked up. But none of that helped. I tried to sleep it off. I woke up like not even 10 minutes later and I was like. Interrupting my gaming. Yeah, he was gaming. <laughs> and I, I text my brother and I'm I was like. I'm leveling, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I text my brother. I was like, can you come over and just stay with Callie? She's not even awake anymore. Just like chill in the living room. Make sure the house doesn't blow up while we're gone. And like Luis is just going to drop me off at the hospital because he can't go in with me. It's COVID, right. you know? Oh, man, that's fucked and up. And so yeah, up. he drops me off. My brother comes over. He, Luis takes He's me like, to the hospital. He's like, have fun. Yeah. My brother was like, oh, you know, it's probably nothing. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, okay, because I could still walk uh, shit. Especially because like, one, it's like that. Like how much of this is just emotion? And stress. But also and, how like, much of this can I just not engage? Because I've just been at the hospital. Right. I've just dealt with this. And I don't want this to be serious. <laughs> Right. I want you to be a little bit crazy because I feel crazy and it would justify my crazy, you know? Yeah. And so Luis drops me off. They check my temperature before like letting me in or whatever. And they're like. And that's the butt thermometer, right? Yeah. That right up the booty. Like, I prefer the butt thermometer. <laughs> Please. I didn't wear any underwear for this. <laughs> I was saving it just for you. <laughs> saving what, miss? You'll find out. <laughs> and so they take my temperature and I have a fever. Ooh, okay. And so they good. let me in and they're like, okay, like we're going to get you in as soon as possible. Blah, blah. You're like the second person in line. Right, and I was like, "That's not bad, that's right?" Not bad at but at all. that point, on I'm like, night? on a Saturday ER? night at the nah, ER, that means not bad. Shit, all. <laughs> and so and that guy doesn't even have an arm, right? But at that I point, said that sentence. <laughs> I was already like, I had nothing in my system, so I was dry heaving into oh, one of those sick yeah, bags. That's the worst. Yeah. And like, they finally call me in. The guy was like, "Okay, you know, we're gonna take all your vitals, but we're gonna send you back out into the lobby to wait classic, for a room." Classic. And I was like, "Whatever, right? Like, at least I'm at this point." <laughs> She's like, uh, "Whatever, dude. Whatever." And so one step closer. He checks my blood pressure. And it was 95 over 40. You have nothing on me. No, it was super fucking low. Like normal is 120 over 80. Dude, and I so they were was like, over, I, seriously, like the top one was like in the 270s. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's why they didn't want to let me go. Yeah. And they were like a little bit hesitant. Like, does he need more morphine? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was a boy. <laughs> I just try to be a bohemian, just get high on morphine. Dude, so they checked it five times, okay? They were like, check the other arm, take off your sweater, do this. And they were like, every time was like between 80 and 95. And they were wow. like, get her to a room now. Because your like, blood pressure is like was dropping? too low. Yeah. It was yeah. way too low. And they were like, get her to a room now. Like, this is emergency. Yeah. And so they take me away. And I was like, okay, this is serious. Like, this is fucked up. <laughs> fuck. I was like, well, my dad just died. And now right. I'm going and there now too. I'm like, living through his memories. <laughs> That'd be fucked up the minute they put you down. You just open your eyes and it is your dad's. Fuck. Oh, that would that's be that's a movie. That's, that's a movie. Right there. Look at the mirror and you're like, what the fuck are my and dad's so, final hours? But like, as soon so they hooked me up to like an EKG. They hooked me up to all sorts of like wires and shit. And as soon as they put me like in that corner, my blood pressure was normal. And I was just like, could this have been my dad like not wanting me to wait in the lobby and like fucking oh, okay. with the machines okay. or whatever? Okay. Like I'm thinking at this point, because now right, like right. everything has to do with my dad. So like, I was, like could and, it have been my dad? Like, bent. you know, and so I was like, maybe he was just watching out for me and didn't want me to wait because he's waited or he had waited before hours in right. the ER and like getting worse and worse, you know, so maybe he just didn't want me to wait. And, you know, I got my curtain and whatever. And so eventually they told me, hey, you have appendicitis. Your appendix is about to like blow up. And so, real quick, real quick. That breathing on the mic is excellent, by the way. Just keep <laughs> that going. Am I doing breathing? I just hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Just resting your nose on there. Just oh, breathing good. I'm just ready. I, I need to be ready for the next comment. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> that, yeah. that won't be hard to. Okay. But yeah. So, so they you, tell me I have appendicitis and they were like, we're going to get you up to a room right now. And like, we'll get you on the good set. So they gave me morphine while I was down there. Appendicitis is like, such a classic, like. It's like 
And like, so what are the sitcom. odds, right? So like, sitcom, right? I don't yeah. even know. I just know the appendix gets fucked up and they take it out. And, that's and it, it could like, be deathly, but most of the time it's just like, oh, you just had to take it out. Yeah, they just But take in the it sitcoms, out. it's always just like, it's about to get deadly and then they just take it out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's the point where I was at where it was about to like blow up, but like it it's hadn't always yet. about to blow up. That's the thing about appendicitis. I don't think it ever blows up. No. I bet it turns well, into kidney stones. One of my cousins <laughs> had his appendix blow up and he almost died. He went septic. Oh, see? So- <laughs> That's what I'm like saying, Like, if it man. blows up, it's it's bad. I know. Um, but you're, I always think it's, like, instant death, right? Like, it's right? going to blow would up. Imagine? And, like, like, there's just a huge hole in your belly button. They're like, well, appendicitis. God. <laughs> but what, have you ever heard of anyone dying of appendicitis? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Like, it's got to happen, right? I'm it's pretty sure happen. it does, yeah. But, like, so they take me up to my room finally at, like, 11 or 12 o'clock at night. The worst time and to like, go to a room. right? But I turn on the TV and the only thing on is fucking SpongeBob. Dude, why do not they not have good TV at hospitals? Right? Like, That's all on. you, you guys, have. You guys, I go to a hotel. I can hook up my Netflix. Yeah, I can fucking man. Bluetooth the fucking alarm clock to play my music. Yes, like why, why can't you do that at hospitals? Hospitals milk you for so much money. They to should be, be fa- able to afford good cable. And to be fair, the people working there that were this is not indictment on them. This is an indictment on the healthcare system. <laughs> I was trying to. I had a cough. Uh, that wasn't as emotional <laughs> as, uh, as I was talking. Yeah, it's fucked up though. You're just there with some yeah. shitty SD. It's like infomercial. Shit. Yeah, and so like it was either infomercials or SpongeBob. So I was gonna go with SpongeBob. 100. And so I put on SpongeBob, and during like one of the commercial breaks, this old ass Target commercial with the song "Hello Goodbye" by the Beatles comes up, yeah. and I was just like, "Huh, my dad's here!" Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. And just I've had so many moments where I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Like we went for Luis's birthday, and he farted. Hey yes, Jude. and it was like a Beatles song in part. Hey Jude, um, but I we went to um, we went to the Garden Walk to go eat dinner, and there was a guy on one of those like street organs. Oh, he, was, he was like a one man. Yeah, like a yeah. one man oh, okay, band, okay. and he starts playing "When I'm 64" by the Beatles, and mm-hmm. I was like, "What are the fucking odds that as soon as I pass by, he's playing that song?" Yeah. Like, and I don't know if it's part of his gig every night or whatever, but like just he a has, coincidence he, of like, it. Every ten minutes, his playlist is, is just that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. One song. It's like break <laughs> that song, break that song, break. But I was just like, man, like, and I don't know, I. I I've I believe and have always believed a lot in like the spiritual beyond the beyond supernatural right. type of stuff because of experiences that I've had. What's that deep breath you just took? No, no, no. Because he's heard this... beyond the beyond a lot. I know, but I it's like, like her favorite that. thing right now. I like saying that. Hey, um, man. And plus, he's heard these stories like 50, 50, 100 times. Like mm-hmm. right. Um, but I feel like I'm getting more like signals every day from you know my dad I mean, just I would, letting me know that he's around. I could understand. I could completely understand everything you've said um and i would never disavow you or try to debunk any of that shit because like i don't have any fucking answers i don't know yeah. anything they could uh, just and, be coincidences the you know? fact that i'm so cynical has everything to do with my experiences yeah. um but like those are just experiences those aren't facts yeah and so when i hear that shit i'm just like yeah man those are some crazy experiences yeah. and like and those are yours and those are your interpretation of those experiences they're like i really don't have much opinion on yeah. other than just hearing them and being like Man, and like I'm very well aware that they could just be coincidences. One hundred. You know? I mean, that's like kind of like when right? you buy a car and you start seeing it everywhere. One like, hundred. They could just be coincidences, but it just makes me feel better. Oh, and, to, you know, and there's nothing fucking. That's great. But. Uh, and and they also could because like you're doing the cool thing where you're like, hey man, maybe it's just coincidence, and I could be like, hey. But what if it's real? Yeah, what you know? if it is like, real? What if it is? Like, who the fuck? Are, like, we're, we're we literally looking death in the eyes and being like, I have no idea what the fuck's exactly. on the other side. Yeah. Exactly. And so the only like, thing I can go on is the fact that I'm hearing the fucking Beatles everywhere. All the time. And like, that's exactly what me and my dad talked about. Right so, before right. he died. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's interesting. So my grandma will be 96 in March. 
And 69 backwards, baby. <laughs> yeah, nasty grandma. <laughs> so because of her old age, they haven't wanted to tell her that my dad has passed away Ooh, because they I were super it. like yeah, close. Yeah. But the day after he passed away, the morning after he passed away, she woke up and she tells my aunt, she was like, something happened to my son. I think he died. Whoa. And my aunt was like, what? No, he's still, what? No. Uh, so, isn't that like, tough? Like, I, that's the lady's tough. telling you, I she's feel telling good. Telling her. Shouldn't we study that for quantum entanglement? Right? But she was <laughs> but, like, like, that's where my brain goes. But she was like, he died or something serious yeah, yeah, has yeah, happened yeah. to him. And my aunt was like, why do you say that? That what? Like, no. And my grandma was like, look, he came to me last night in a dream and he said, mom, I have to go. And my grandma was like, oh, okay. And she, he was like, no, like I'm leaving. Like I have to go from this place. And she was like, okay, well, how do you feel? Like, and she said that he took off his shirt and was like, look, my scars are gone because he had a scar from his open heart surgery and one on his leg from where they pulled the vein. And he was like, look, mom, like my scars are gone. I feel great. And she was like, okay, well, if it's your time, it's your time. Like if you're going right. to go, like, you know, you're going to go and I will miss you, but I love you. And you know, safe travels to where you're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. And so she woke up the next day and she was like, he's dead. And they were like, no, 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 mom. Like he's not and dead. Did they already know? Dad, yeah, knew. everyone else knew. And so here's the thing though, is like, it's easy to be like, you, you know, like, uh, oh, this is going to be a very bad analogy, but you know, sometimes <laughs> people think like horses or chickens, no math or tic-tac-toe, but they're just like picking up on these right. very subtle interactions. So I'm sure like hu humans can pick up on really subtle actions. So if everybody around your grandma, like maybe knows, like maybe she's, that's what's getting into. But at the same but time. this happened when my grandma, my dad passed away, easy, my grandma was already asleep. But it's easy to distill moments and be like, oh, that's, that's the coincidence. Yeah. When you start piling up moments. It's like, um, mm. And then like the literal, like it's one thing to distill circumstance. It's another thing to be able to um, factually contextualize your personal emotional experience to it. Right. You know, or like I'm like, like you're a real person. You're really experiencing all of this. You're experiencing all these little moments yeah. and connecting with other people. And you're connecting about these like almost mystical, magical yeah, experiences. Definitely mystical. Um, Absolutely. And where like it, like for me, it stops being like, oh, that's easy to debunk or that circumstance where it starts being like, yo, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going <laughs> I on. Know. I know people die. I know yeah. that sucks. And I know that like sometimes moments are magical. Right. And when they start fucking aligning with each other, it makes me question fucking everything. The same as like when they don't align with each yeah, other. Yeah, pretty much. Like I look at the Holocaust, I'm just like, I don't get what it. The fuck? But then I look at like, why are you hearing the Beatles all the time? And I'm like, that sounds like the Holocaust. <laughs> Sorry, that was a really bad joke. Really bad joke. But yeah, so my grandma right. knows. She just <laughs> she just right, not they don't right. want to tell her, but she knows she's not dumb. Right. And like my other aunt came here for like his services and stuff. And she told my grandma, like, hey, I left my glasses at Wendy's in the United States. I'm gonna go fly and get them real quick. And my grandma was like, you think that I'm over here sucking my thumb? Like you yeah, think I'm yeah, a fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. she's like, my son died, and you guys just don't want to tell me. And she was like, no, like, <laughs> I would tell her, though. honestly. And right. so that point, I feel like yeah. because she like, keeps saying, like, she said that she had another yeah. dream where he handed her something white and she couldn't see what it was, but it was white and like glowy or whatever. And he was like, this is for you. And she was like, oh, what is it? And he's like, take it. It's your time. Wow. <laughs> like, and I was like, fuck, is my dad yeah, trying to yeah. take my grandma? I know that's great. <laughs> and, and at the same point, like, uh, like we would want to tell. But like if either of us were in that position, 
mean you wouldn't say shit, right? Right. So like, it's like contextual. So I could understand some people not like some people like if that was me personally, and you're like, hey, all like you're just here to help drive like and make sure Kelly doesn't get crazy, and I'd be like, okay, cool. And you're like, hey, everybody's super busy. Can you just like get grandma in the car? Like you don't have to like that's all. Yeah. And then she was like, why are you guys lying to me? I would be like, what I don't know. I, like, I, would, I would lie. I would 100 percent because it's not my plate. That's not my decision to yeah. make. But like, be it's like you so need. hard, but, and, but man. there are like, other people. It's their decision, and maybe they're just not there to make that. De- like they're not ready to make. I'm sure there are, are there are parts of the process of dealing with your father's death and even dealing with the logistics of the funeral where like maybe you had to hand some of those decisions off to Lewis because you're just like I can't even deal with this right now. I have to process. So like I understand if someone's like tell me the thing I need to process and you're like I haven't even processed it myself yet. So yeah. I'm just gonna pretend like right now this doesn't exist yeah. and everything's chill. So like I have total. Sp- I mean there is total space for that. That shit it's is just messy. Fucked up though because like. The old lady is telling you, like, I know that my son is dead and you guys are fucked up for not telling me. And everyone's still like, so my aunt, when she went back, she told my grandma, like, oh, I went to visit my brother and he's in the hospital and he's going to die. So she's kind of like prepping her, but like to see kind of gauge her reaction, because also let's say that you were the person to tell Mima, hey, your son is dead. And then she croaks. 100. Everyone's going to blame you. 100. Because, like, you know, there's she- plenty of stories where people are like, when I told my parents that I accomplished that thing they always hoped I accomplished, that's what they were holding on. And for. then they died. And like, then they died right after. And like, um, yeah, like, like, is there the possibility of catharsis there? Yes. Should you be transparent and honest with everybody? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. But is that way more complicated in reality? Absolutely. Than like than where than like the ideal? Like, would I lie to an old person about their son dying? I could think of a thousand contexts where I would do that. Yeah. Um, and so But would you lie to an old person that knew her son died? I personally would never want to, but I could imagine context where it's like, yo, it's not about weird Chris and what he wants and what he's willing to do and engage. Like if this is your family member and I don't really have a place here, this isn't really like my decision. Right. Like if you straight up told me lie to grandma, uh, I'd be like, okay, that's your grandma. Those are your decisions. And even though I might not agree with them, like that is your trauma that you're processing. That's your pain that you're processing. And I'm not going to make decisions for how you're going to process that. That's true. Cause like maybe like everybody's like in a super fucked up spot and they're not ready to fucking console grandma yet. They're not in a place where like that would even be conducive even though grandma's like yo i'm frustrated i know something's up and they're just like cool or i'm gonna need a fucking week before i can fucking yeah that's a fascinating concept because like I, if, I wonder if you could separate everybody let's say like break the race to one, you no, fucking you know, racist segregation <laughs> no but i mean like let's say you had to break the news to people individually one by one and then dealing deal with their grieving process or like their processing of it individually as opposed to like the impact of the news hitting the entire family and then everybody going through it at the same time. Right. Like, I wonder what would be preferable. Like, I think, I think that's case by case. Yeah. yeah. It's so case. Cause like with my family, if like my mom died, me and my brother and sister, I think we would immediately just coalesce. And, but like, I could imagine family members where it'd be like, no, that's gonna, like, I think me and my brother and sister could coalesce. Uh, I don't think my brother and sister could coalesce with my dad. Like mm-hmm. at all at this point in their relationship, I could like I could just go to dad and be like, "Yo, this is fucked up, and right. I can be here for you because I have yeah. a space for that." And I'm a different person than my brother and sister. Yeah. And so, like, I think, yeah, I think that's totally case by case. I yeah. think there are like the fact that like multiple pe- multiple people could come together and fucking engage tragedy yeah. is I don't think a right thing. I think it's interesting and I think right. it's natural. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that some people just need time and space on yeah. their own. 
I just think that like because we're we we have the capability to be so connected now uh-huh. that like I wonder if they're if it's if it's very possible to make that like very unhealthy, you know, like where like you had to like you people would have to travel long distances or even call and in a phone call you can't talk to twenty people at the same time. Whereas like now like you know she's in WhatsApp WhatsApp groups where like you're connected yeah. to like fifty people. You can be, you know, and like everyone yeah. is like kind of going through their own like yeah. processing and then like they can contact you whenever they want, you know, like as opposed to waiting for like you know maybe like a a, a better hour of the day or. You know, it's like, I just, I just wonder about, and, and, and like, there is like this craziness to the connectivity. Cause like, I remember like, I like, like, uh, the, I, I watch a podcast that's pretty obscure, but the fan base is very rabid and there's like 12 of them. <laughs> and so like, uh, like I've zoom called with them, like I've discorded with them. I've talked with them and, uh, but like, I'm not, they're like in it. They're in yeah. it every, every fucking broadcast, every fucking conversation they're in. And I'm not that in, I like peep in and out. And sometimes, like, I just disappear off the grid for, like, months. And when I come back and I'm like, hey. And everyone's like, hey, man. Like, man, you're here. Like, this is great. And that's great. And they're like, oh, where have you been? And this and that. And, like, sometimes it's like, yo, shit got crazy in my life. Like, or when I, like, missed on my back, I was like, oh, man, my back fucked up. And the response from the community and why I'm still invested there is the response was, oh, man, I've been there. Or, oh, man, that sucks. Like, people that I don't yeah. really fucking know um, that I've just kind of fucked around with. At points, like, we haven't liked each other mm-hmm. and, like, just worked past it. But, like, but they're, like, like empathizing very with you. 100. Yeah. Empathizing. And, giving yeah. me, and not just, like, oh, man, I feel that. But just, like, oh, man, take it easy. Yeah. And, like, here's what helped. And, like, here's what I did. And it's just good to hear from you again. And I'm just, like, bro, like, there is so much power there. Yes. Man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Because, um, one of my friends calls it the Dead Parents Club. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's from, like, that's from Bob Taggart. Bob Taggart came up with that with Dave Coulier because both their moms died. And they would joke around, set a yeah. full house. And they would be like, hey, do you want to join our club? And the, the Dead the, Parents and Club. And they're like, what club? And they're like, the Dead the dead Parents Club. And, like, that's how dark it's Dave, dark. Uncle Joe. Yeah, dude. I know. <laughs> Give real. it to me, man. Fucking get that BJ from Atlantis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's already gone on record that the line was that he was called at dinner in the in the song um, from Atlantis Morissette. Everybody thinks Dave Coulier was the one she went down on in the theater. Oh, She's funny. the one that he she called when he was at dinner with his other, significant oh, other. Okay. That was Dave Coulier. She's and she's gone on record saying he was such a good guy. I didn't know how to deal with it, and that's why I broke up. Been there, right? Whoa, been <laughs> there, right? <laughs> but We've yeah, she calls there. it the Dead yeah. Parents Club, and you find so much like is solace the correct word for that? Yeah, like, no, no, no. Um, commiserating. Yeah, <laughs> not really like, though, because commiserating. No, it's not commiserating, but it's like yeah, I think solace is very fair. These are people that have been through comfort. what you've been through. Yes. Comfort, absolutely, and like they're able to provide you insight that other people may not be able to. You know, and so you know, you kind of just like flock together for that, even just a couple minutes. And it helps you so much because you're like, okay, I'm processing these feelings right now. Oh yeah. That's totally normal. Like blah, blah, blah. Oh, or even things like, Hey, we got these papers and like, I don't know. Oh yeah. You need to do this and this with them. You know, because like, shit, like when you're looking at an edge and someone's like, don't worry, I've been pushed off that edge. Yeah, for real. It's and, not that bad and, on the way it's down. It's not that bad. And, like, and <laughs> here's a fun spot and you're, and, and you're going to land in a river and you're going to survive and you're going to pull yourself out. It's going to get wet for a while, but then you're just going to sunbathe on the, uh, on the sandy desert. Just make desert. sure to wring out your clothes 100. before you put them back. Like, that that shit is invaluable. It's so it's so uh, interesting how like I mean that's a community aspect though, yes, right? Yes, yes. So like it's such I and I think like the it, one of the and like you can joke with the Dead Parents Club uh, and they'll understand that that's how you're if coping with it. Jo- if they're a jokey um, coper, for right. sure. But like uh, so I went back to the office maybe a week after everything happened. Um, just you started I had... rewatching the office. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, went back but to I had some shit to take care <laughs> of. Thank you. And um, I went into the office. The office had been closed since like December. 
And so I went in sometime. And you work February. at the North Pole with Santa. Yes. <laughs> and um, this this gal that I hadn't seen since like December, she was like, oh my God, you're so skinny. Like, what have you been doing? And I was Hells like, yeah. Do you oh, want to yeah. fuck me right now? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh, definitely. Yeah. I was like, you know, the trauma of losing your data and Ooh, your appendix in the same you're week. There, yeah. I was like, that'll do that to you. Yeah. I lost so much weight doing yeah, that. And yeah. she was like, Oh. oh, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's funny. Right. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm so, I had no right, idea. Right, and like, right. she immediately like changed her tone. And I was like, no, 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 like, no, no, no. I was like, this is me coming with it. Don't this, get serious right, with me right like, now. <laughs> Let's keep this light. And they're no, like, no, you no, brought no. up your dead dad. And you're like, right, let's like, keep it light. Just, <laughs> joke with me. Laugh with yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. I'm laughing, like, feel free to laugh. You like, have to. One of the other things that I like to say a lot um, is like, you know, uh, when I said that a little part of me died when my dad died, it really did. Like my appendix fucking died on me. Like, <laughs> like, no, I, I it just it. fucking died. You already but got like, the first opener for your open mic. For real. Yeah, 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 but yeah, like shopping. people, yeah, yeah, people it, do it. not like, it's they're hard. not okay with it. Like hard. if they don't have a dead parent that they can like, it, you know, they're not, they're like, oh. Willing to voice their comfort or uncomfort with actual death. It gets weird. It's very weird. I remember in college, I became weird. Not weird. I became friends. There was, there was this, I became weird in college. I'm pretty sure he was autistic um, because this kid was insane in the lunch or in the a cafe at my community college. He would like drum. He would be like air yeah. drumming to every song. Okay. And he was like super like over the top. Uh, and I was fascinated. I was like, who the fuck? And this is really before like I even knew about autism or the spectrum. So I just thought like, oh man, this dude is awkward as fuck. And then, um, so I just, I just sat down with him. I just asked him, can I sit down with you? And he's like, yeah. And then he was immediately like, we're just talking music and drums, but he was crazy. He's like, he had a drum set at home and he's like, Oh yeah. If I'm playing Nirvana, I'm like, and like, that's a five minute conversation of him going through everything. Yeah. He's like, right. then I hit the ton and then I'm like, Roto, Roto. And I'm just like, dude, I don't even know what's happening, but like, but I'm here for on, it. Man, like, 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 just do you. So he was like a very earnest dude. Um, and and he was he was learning he was uh school his major was special education he wanted oh, to teach cool. so like that kind of clicked me into like oh okay like like you're i i didn't even know the words of like you're on the spectrum but right. like okay cool like now the i'm getting I, I yeah you're, you got the shining boy <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe not boy right <laughs> you got the shining um the kid had the shining he was a yeah. little bit younger than me and he was like so crazy like nobody would like hang out with him or sit with him because like he would make you blush with how crazy he was acting oh, like, right at, yeah. like like but people at, got like secondhand embarrassment 100 type. yeah and I was just like, yo, if you're going to actually be a human being yeah, at the time a Christian, I can't be embarrassed by the way of people not, act. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to engage it. And, um, he had a friend and this friend had uh, a gauze eye patch the whole time I knew him. He was this like little pudgy white kid and he had like his head wrapped, but not like fully wrapped, but just like kind of like at an angle. Like something happened there, yeah, like a yeah, surgery maybe, like, of some or, sort. Or even like he just bumped his head too hard, you uh -huh. know, like nothing too crazy. And he sits down and I was like, oh, okay, cool. wow, you got a friend. Like, okay. So we're just like talking and this kid's really like kind of mopey and like, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh man, this kid's low en energy, but like whatever. Um, And then, um, and I'm not the dude who's like, hey, what the, the fuck is up with the right. eye patch and the head wound man so i'm just like okay blah, blah, blah. like you won't bring it up until someone no, else until that person brings it I up won't bring up someone's family until they tell me about their For family real. dynamics so i'm like i'm just like engaging i'm like oh like what what class are you taking and this dude's all choir he actually has a really good say he's he like wow. he's the kind of they're both weirdos this weirdo just starts singing at me and not even like people are like wow he's just like oh i'm just like <laughs> okay man you're singing this dude's playing air drums oh fuck it dude like Let's we're in it, it. Win it dude uh so do like this fucking thing so like uh, he hangs out a few times, like a few like lunches, and then uh, he's like, I was saying something like, oh man, like so like you get this degree in music, like are you thinking about getting like a choir or an orchestra, like what what goes on? And he's like, well. The doctor said I'm going to die this year from brain cancer. What? <laughs> oh my <laughs> right, god! Drops that bomb. And I just looked at him and I was like, Fuck. oh man, that's 
really fucked up, man. That's sad, dude. Fuck. And he's like, yeah, I have brain cancer. And it took my, like, I, they thought I was going to do better, but obviously it took my eye. And I was like, whoa, that's heavy, dude. You're giving me some, but I'm saying that. I'm like, yeah. yo, this is heavy, dude. You're, you're hitting me with some heavy shit. And he's like, yeah. Uh, anyway, but, but but basically he's like, but I love singing, so like, why not just take classes? Yeah. And I was like, hey man, that's pretty fair, dude. And so we just, and then like, I can't engage like death, even though it's all I want to talk about. But at the same time, right. I'm just across the table from yeah. death. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, 100. seriously. Like he's wow. got. But terminal. like, so like I, I like I hung out with those guys the rest of the semester, oh, and like I don't even like we. It wasn't a relationship where we got contact info. It wasn't like we hung. We like only hung just, out at there at school, and we were such on different tracks. Like we never even ran into each other at the halls in the yeah. same buildings. Wow. So like, I like, I never, I, I don't know what happened with either of those guys. Right. I, mean, I have some really fucking funny stories from like how they, like the crazy shit they got into. Like in, like one time there was a music video and the dude knew it. And I was like, it was say anything. And I was like, oh, yeah. you don't know, say anything. He's like, I fucking love this. And he started singing it and playing air drums. I was like, Oh fuck, you know it. But it's that like, uh, I, I, I called you on the phone and I touched myself. I touched myself. It's like this really sexual song, yeah. but he's like, he, he will dance. Like he'll stand up and start dancing and air drumming. And the lunch, lady was walking by or the cafeteria <laughs> worker older lady drunk dressed like a lunch lady she's walking by and he turns to her uh, and they're like they're like really close and he's like i call you on the phone and he's dancing at her and she's just looking at him like get that like, like her mouth agape but not even scandalized she's just like hey i work at a college and, things yeah, are and he's real. like I, I call you on the phone and i touch myself and i'm just like i'm looking at the rest of the there's a whole cafe we're in the corner there's a whole cafe of people my peers who are not reacting they're almost like too embarrassed to look over and i'm like right. this is literally the funniest thing that you could ever like he's fucking like singing seducing the lunch lady and she's just looking like okay when's this gonna end and I was like that this is, is so fucking hilarious so like oh they're like like shit like that I was like oh man I'm so glad I engaged this yeah, relationship definitely. but yeah. at the same time like Sometimes it's just like, oh yeah, I'm dying of cancer. My eye got eaten by cancer, and they had to take it out of surgery two weeks ago. And you're like, cool. So, how's your turkey club? <laughs> Holy shit! Dude. And then at the end of that episode, you eulogized him, right? Uh, I don't great. even know. I hope he lived, but maybe he died. I mean, if he told you it was terminal, like, I mean, but I mean, like, how much people, do you follow up an yeah, acquaintance, right? That's true. Even if they have cancer, like what I'm supposed to be like the poster boy of like I'm Superman. I'm like showing up at his house every day. I'm like, right, I sudden, don't know you. I don't know your support yeah. groups. I don't know. I I know you're going to a community college. Mm. You're probably not taking the bus fucking here. Those two kids were kind of like a little bit more richy rich than me. Yeah. Mm. Where I'm like, oh man, I'm so glad that you have like money to like fucking come here. I took a fucking hour bus ride here and I walked two hours to get to fucking campus and my legs are shaky <laughs> and I got a fucking ten o'clock astronomy class today. That's gonna help me in life, right? <laughs> For real, fuck. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was uh, engaged humanity. We can't say yay or nay to mysticism, yeah. witchery, fucking magic, but we can acknowledge that death happens and it's overwhelming and it's fucking sad. Sometimes it's pathetic and sometimes it's fucking heroic. Yeah. And and that can change fucking moment to moment. And yeah. that's fucked up. Really Man, speaking of and like I'm just pathetic. trying to make Julie cry again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me uh, another one of her friends or actually, oh, an old coworker of hers, her father uh, just passed. Uh, but before he had passed, he had, he was awake, you know. He was in the hospital, but he was more like awake and like communicating. He was conscious, Lucy. conscious, lucid. And he was Thank telling you, her, lucid. he was telling her like, "Don't let, don't Lucifer. let me go." He was the devil. Oh, the devil came. <laughs> but he was telling her that like, "Don't let me go." Like right, I, he, right, and he right, was like right, signing right. like paperwork that was like, "Do resuscitate." Right. And right, like right. he wanted to be and, like, intubated. He asked her actually. He was like, "Go with me," and she was like, "I ain't dying right now, guy." <laughs> like yeah. right. And like we're like the. So like you get that like he he didn't want to die. I feel like you know? that's like, how I would be if I was dying. I'd be like, yeah. uh, I want to be heroic and just be like, 
No, man. This quality of life is all I can uh, like, like agree to. But I'd probably be if I was like, oh my god, what happened? They're like, yeah. dude, you were in a coma for two weeks. I'd be like, I want to live. You'd <laughs> be alive by any means possible. Yeah. Download my brain. Take Lewis. my system. <laughs> Figure out the technology. Invent Bring your it. stupid job. You Fucking make anywhere. a time machine already. But go back, future <laughs> trucks, and give me the heart medication. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put me in with Walt Disney. Take this medication. <laughs> Take it yeah. to me ten years ago. Uh, who knows, right? Yeah. I like to me. I have like all the patience and understanding in the world as someone being pushed over the edge saying, don't fucking push me over the fucking edge, motherfuckers. Yeah. I ain't fucking done yet. I don't think I'll ever be done yet. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I will be done yet is fucking <laughs> yeah. terrifying. Yeah, and sad is. yeah. But it I think is. like my dad, uh, for example, I think he just got to the point where, I mean, like my dad, I feel like had a pretty dignified death. Like right. he fell yeah. asleep. Yeah. He fell asleep and then we put him on comfort care. Um, So they just take away all medications that are helping you and right, they just right, load right. you up on morphine. Uh, yep, so you yep. don't feel anything. Yeah. He was high as a kite like you yeah. know if he was conscious um but he fell asleep never woke up and that was it like yeah you know and um that's that, how i want to go that's you know? how i want to go for sure like, 100 man, you just high fall as fuck asleep. on morphine and not awake and you, fuck, yeah, that's how and I you don't go. feel it and you and know you wake up and god's like you dirty an addict scumbag and i'm like <laughs> yeah. it's just a little morphine <laughs> <laughs> dirty like oh shit so <sighs> yeah, it's gonna get good. Yeah, it's gonna get I mean, dirty. Look, my dad was not a perfect man. Right. I am the Who product is? of a uh, mistress situation. Okay. I am a bastard child. I hear you. I hear um, you. My, I'm a bastard grandchild. Yeah. <laughs> so I have some connection. You know. So um, at the funeral, you kind of learn things about people right, because right. all sorts That's of people so show true. up. And at so true. The last funeral, I learned so much. I'm like, whoa, yeah, scandal. You're just like, oh, fuck. Spill that Jesus. So. At the very beginning of the funeral, mind you, like the funeral for me came and went. It was so fast because I was making sure or trying to make sure right. that everything went right. off without 100. a hitch. So for everyone else, like they got to relax and like cry over my dad. And I was just like, cool, you're speaking next. You're going right. next. Get the right. priest, blah, blah, blah. Like put the food there. Where are the cold cuts? Uh, yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was more like business mode, right? And 100. so at the very beginning. um I was helpful too. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? Um, There was this lady that walked in. And um, this is why I say dirty, right? Because I don't know who this lady was, but she walked in and I was greeting people as they walked in. Cause I'm like, Oh, Hey, you know, I'm one of his six kids. And like, Damn. you know, yeah. um, are you here for Armando? And like, here you go. You're like, I'm Captain America. And the other six kids, the Avengers, you're going to meet soon. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys cosplay as Avengers, cause there's six of you. Imagine. <laughs> that'd be great. Um, and so, you know, I was there to like tell people like, Hey, there's tamales, there's cookies, there's oh, pastries shit. and stuff. Yeah. And so like, help yourself. And if you want to see him, please sign the guest book, blah, blah. And so this lady walks in and I was like, Oh, hello. Are you here for Armando? And she like nods her head at me. And I was like, okay. And she just walks right by me. And I was like, I'm one of his kids. Okay. Bye. Like, okay. And so she was dressed really nice. She was wearing like a blue, like a skirt suit. So she had like a blue, like a was it Hillary Clinton. Imagine. Um, (laughs) Dude, if Hillary showed up and she was a mistress, she was imagine. (laughs) Imagine. Oh man. But like, she was uh, like a bleach blonde and she looked older and she sat in a corner by herself Interesting. and she was crying, like crying. Like one of us would have been crying. And so I was just like, who the fuck are you? Like, who is this bitch? This is a start of a novel. Right? And so I'm just like, and I'm looking at her. Luis saw her. So I was like, okay, I know I'm not crazy and just seeing things, right? right? And like, she didn't talk to anybody. Like George Harrison walks in. Imagine. You're like, <laughs> now I'm like losing my shit. She's like, because hey, like, that's not my song. Wait a minute. Um, but I was just like, what the fuck? Like, she didn't talk to anybody. And then mm-hmm. before this, like after the priest finished talking and before the services actually ended, she left. And so she literally was only there for my dad and didn't interact with any of us. Wow. So I'm just like, who the fuck was this bitch? Yeah. Like, did my dad have like another lover? Like, and then because... 
as you're, you know, getting rid of stuff, right. you come across people's secrets. <laughs> 100. So um, we were cleaning it's out. That's why I want you to set fire to, to all self. of my hard drives. <laughs> Burn everything. All the secrets. So <laughs> we went to secrets. clean out my dad's storage unit the Sunday after his funeral. And because, you know, my sister was in from out of town and we're like, look, mm-hmm. right now is the time to and, do it. And and you guys need each other for Pretty moral much, support. Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, memories and stuff uh, get brought 100. up. And so we were there and my dad's wife, um, who was actually such a kind lady. She's fucking And beautiful. she's called my dad's wife. Yes. <laughs> my, my dad's wife. Uh, the, my one dad's that, wife. the one that, um, you know, he never divorced her, but my mom was like the mistress or whatever. So Ooh. she's actually. She's, Whoa, wait, you were on the mistress side? That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, I was. I, I was a bastard. Like, oh, my God. I just took it that. No, my oh mom my was God. the mistress. She was the secretary. That. Jesus. And um, oh, wow. so obviously, like, I would have understood. In the family. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, but you know what? Like, I would have. But you made a place. I would understand if if she would hate me, if she right, wouldn't want to talk 100. to me. But she's always been so that's kind great. to me. That's she, really like, great. Um, at one point, I told her, you know, I'm sorry. Thank you for always treating me for, with respect and love yeah. and loving my kids. She loves my kids so much. And she grabbed me by the face and, like, was like, why would I hate you? Oh, and I was like, sweet. She's oh, like, gosh, none of this was your great. fault. She's like, yeah. why You're would I human. hate you? She's like, I have no reason. It's yeah. The way that she grabbed me, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to cry. Yeah, like, of course. I'm like literally crying right now. So we were all at that storage unit, right? Like she was there and like, we're like laughing and like sharing memories and stuff. And we find this keychain of this baby. And I was like, I thought you were going to say bitch, but baby works. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, baby. Uh, (laughs) Of this bitch, baby. (laughs) So I was like, Bitch ass baby. Bitch ass baby. Who is this kid? And like we went around and we were like, uh, I don't know who is that kid. And so my dad's wife, um, she actually dad's wife. Nice, I like it. And so she actually told us while we were all there, she's like, Well, there were rumors that there were more of you guys. And I was like, What? And she's like, Yeah supposedly there was a rumor that at one of the schools that your dad taught at he because it was like out of town and he had to drive super far he had a mistress and he couldn't and help himself he couldn't help himself 100. and he fathered a child out there That's supposedly, supposedly they, it was never confirmed right. or denied but supposedly he fathered a child out there and so i was like could this be the fucking mystery baby like is this who oh, like and i was like what, what was her age and that she looked around like my mom's age maybe a little bit older and so like it could have been i was like could this all be tied together? I was like, Dad, your dirty secrets are coming out. 100. And so we ended up finding out that the, the keychain baby was my cousin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go anywhere. So that didn't go anywhere. But like, it gets but you curious, right? the case right? is still open. No. And so check this out. So you went C, is it I SVU home, or criminal intent? I went SVU on it. Uh, <laughs> I went Olivia blown, Benson. Um, okay, okay. But I, so I took home his checkbooks to like shred all his checks and right, stuff. Right, because right. like, regardless if he's dead or not, I don't fraud want that shit Fraud is fraud is yeah. fraud. So I took home his checkbooks and like was shredding <laughs> them. <laughs> and like, I got curious, okay. And I started going through his transactions because would, he would document dude, everything. if either of my parents died, I'm going through every single <laughs> everything, document. Right? Yes, everything. every, so, every, I'm going through their drawers. I went dude, through them when I was a kid. Right? I did all their secrets from there when I did. Yeah, what so, changed? Exactly. Dude, so I'm going through his transactions and there's this name that keeps popping up and every month he paid her 500 bucks. Whoa, this sounds like some Hamilton it shit. It sounds like some fucking Mariah Reynolds shit. Oh, so shit. Like, she went fucking a little deeper. And so I, I was like, like what the fuck? And I'm telling Luis, because I'm trying to process, A, my dad just died, okay? And B, like, could my dad have had other children? 100. And so Plus, I was like, like your dad's gone, so you want anything new from dad. But do I, though? Because I was looking, right, and I was that. like, look, what if I do like a 23andMe or like an Ancestry.com or whatever, and I find out that there's this other kid that shared a fucking dad with me? Well, How what if it's your I twin, though, and it's like Lindsay Lohan, Imagine. family <laughs> No, but like, how would I, would that be a good feeling for me or a bad feeling for me? Like, because 
obviously I was the product of something bad that my dad did. Um, Let's not say bad. Let's uh, say like messy. uh, Yes. Messy. I was a product of something messy that he did. What is to say that he didn't do it again? Why was this the one off or the three off actually, because there's three of us. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. There Um, is some, you're doing some Sherlock Holmes shit now. But you know, what, what is stopping my dad from having done that? With somebody else, you know, and like maybe that one he kept more hush hush because he didn't like her or I don't know, whatever. Or but he just what got kind better of, at it. What kind of feelings would that bring up finding up like yes. I have a half sibling out there that we what never that knew about? Up? You know, exactly. Like, so I'm like, do I want to Because you this? have half siblings, right? I do. wants to know what would it bring up? Oh, yeah. no, I do. I have three half siblings, which um, two of them I just call my siblings because like, fuck it. You're not half. Right. The other one can go fuck himself. So, so you're so- talking about Baggins <laughs> and your older brother and we'll leave the rest to science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, my older brother and then my my older sister, they're cool. But like the other one, like whatever. Um, <laughs> but if there's another one on top of that, he would have been older than me because it was at a time where my dad was teaching at the university still. That was in the 80s, 70s. So he would have been older than me still, you know? Yeah. Um, but what feelings is that going to bring up in me? Like, I obviously know that my dad was not a perfect man, right? Right. But do I want to further solidify the fact that my dad stepped out on his wife so many times? But, and like, Or do you, or on the other side of that coin, do you want to connect with someone who has experience with your father? Or what if he doesn't have experience? 100. You know, and then what if he tells me like your dad was a shit dad and like, then, you know. Then, then. And so the only then reason they're the Sean Hunter and you're the Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> there you go. The only reason that I feel like I would need to know about some half sibling that's out there is if I need a kidney or a liver. Yeah. But what <laughs> but what but what if there is I mean, there is a connective tissue there that is unique. And like I'm not saying that like I like I tend not to fall in the camp of like it, like the universe is telling me anything or anything's like a destined or this and that. Um I kind of look at the universe as a whole bunch of like just chance, just like, uh, right. just, just like, uh, what, what do I call it? Not chance. What's another word for chance? Circumstance. Mm-hmm. It's all circumstantial to me, but like that circumstance does not take away how important you two are in my lives, the True. connection we have. And, and we have a very unique experience. Me and you literally went through Christianity together. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and you became friends cause you and my best friend fell in love and I was fucking invested in that fucking story. <laughs> and then like, I got more involved in your guys's life. Um, and so that's why those unique experiences are important to me because of circumstance. And so the circumstance is someone that's connected to your father. Like to me, there's such a uniqueness there that I say, obviously I don't have any of the weight of consequences. I don't right. have any of the, the, the things you're working through emotionally. Like it's the easiest thing for me to say, like I would ga- engage any uniquely connected element of existence whoever i came in contact with that's like a yeah. very yeah. easy clunky statement for me to pontificate upon yeah. um but I, it's a stupid way to say like i would jump into any fucking boat if anyone's right. like fuck it jump into this boat I, yeah. i'm like running for like real. i'm there but at the same time like i don't have like i don't have if it was like hey my dad had another kid. I mean, like right now, it's easy to say, like, oh man, I would love to meet them. But like, right, right. if but, like, I had any history I, behind yeah. that, that's I a, wonder because it's like, not fair, right? Yeah, I, I'm. This is like the first time I'm thinking about this, but like, because I, 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 I joke that I don't know if my dad has other kids. Like, <laughs> right. as far as I know, but like, my dad also doesn't talk to me about the relationships that he right. has. Like, he's clearly he he's out. All, he goes out all you and, know like, is you Ruka. Um, but I wonder, like, what what would what would it be like to meet another? And of my dad's kids yes. and like what if my dad wasn't around for them you know yes. and like they did have a, diff- a completely different perspective because they're like oh right. he only came like this this many times and blah 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 and i just wonder like what what would i feel like would i want to defend my dad or would i want to give them another perspective right. of him right. right because like it it would be completely fair for them to 
feel that way. Because they had with, that experience right, with him. They, and I, but I wonder if they would want to know the side of him that I know right. or like the experiences that I had. And I, and I say that because, you know, because of the, the funeral brought so many people together, you know, like there was also their stories that like she heard about her dad because they, because they, they were yeah, two different yeah, families yeah, yeah. and he lived so much of his life with them and then had, their, then had so them. so new yeah. stories. Because like so her, many new stories. Her, her older sister is her, is her mom's age. Or She's older than my older mom. Older than her mom. <laughs> Whoa. Like, now that's some crazy shit. That's what I'm shit. saying. Like it was yeah. messy. It was yeah, messy. That's messy. That's messy for and, sure. And so like, but then she's getting to see this other, and there's a little bit, because like one of her older sisters, she just made up with a lot, a lot because her, she was old enough to understand that their dad had abandoned them. Right. right. To, and was having another family. Right. And she's that part of that. product of that. And yes. like, she resented a lot of, like, me resentment. up until like last week. Which is like understandable. Yeah. But like, at the same time, you're like, I'm a human. Right. I didn't and, choose and it these took circumstances. My, it took my dad's death for her to realize that I'm a human. And right. she actually, when I was in the hospital, it was funny. She called me and I was like, she's like, what's up, bitch? Hey, yeah, that's how I answered the phone. I was like, what's up? like and she's like, uh, how are you? And I was like, oh, you know, just almost died, but I'm cool. Like, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. And she was like, yeah, I heard you were in the hospital. I was like, I'm fine though. Like, they already took out my appendix. I'm high on morphine. I'm cool. What's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. And she was like, well, she's like, I wanted to tell you that, you know, um, I've been doing a lot of thinking and I wanted to say that I'm sorry if I've ever offended wow. you. She's like, if I've Whoa. ever said anything to hurt you, she's like, um, that's it's, heavy. Yeah. And this is somebody that has stepped on my feet and not said like, excuse right, me, or right, I'm right. sorry, you know, Purposely stepped yeah, on feet. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, you know, I, I want, she's like, I know that we haven't been close ever. She's like, but, um, and the weirdest thing is like, I could totally understand everything. Yes. And we just had to remind people, this is like literally your sister. This is my yeah. sister. Like so blood. This, she's my yes, blood. This is crazy. And so she told me, she's like, you know, I understand if you don't want this. She's like, but I would love the opportunity to be an older sister to you. Whoa. And she's like, I know how much my dad was head over heels for Callie. She's like, if you could please allow me to be her aunt. Dude, I li I'm literally getting like chills yeah. and goosebumps on the back of my Dude, neck right now. How do you think I felt? I was yeah, like, is this wow. real life? Like, and she was like, can you please like find it in your heart to give me that Whoa. opportunity to be there for you and to be there for your daughter? She's like, yeah. I would love that more than anything. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love you. Like, Morphine dragon. <laughs> Look, for real. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm the type of person that if you're going to yeah, do that I, and you're going to make yes. yourself vulnerable yes. for me, like, yes. I will accept you. It, like, engage you at face value. So, you know, so I was like, yes. And I want you to know that like, regardless of anything, I love you because uh, you are part of, you are, we share yes. blood. I love you. And the so. unique human Connection. Yeah. And so it's funny because I, she's not a very warm person. And in her eulogy, she said that as well, um, where she never really told my dad, like, I love you. She's like and the like, ice man. She turns into ice. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know. I've never been warm. I saw it. I've never been warm. I have forced her in this short, like, what, two weeks? I have forced her to, like, love me. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, that yeah, person, yeah, like, yeah. love me. Like, yes. so I went up to her and I grabbed her and I hugged her and I was like, I love you. And I'm here for you, and we're here for each other. Damn. And she's like crying, and like okay, and she's like, does and they're one turning of those, like, into ice cubes, falling know? on the floor. <laughs> she's like Elsa, you know. But, <laughs> Do but, like, you want to build a snow, <laughs> dude? If you fucking hugged her and hit her with that, that would have been great. <laughs> Knocking on her chest like you're knocking on her heart. Right? Do you want to be <laughs> so goofy? Like literally, I'm crying. But she's like, you know, I have to like force her because um to tell me that she loves me back because like yeah, I like if we're gonna like if you're telling me that you want the opportunity to be my sister, we're all in, bitch. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is it. I'm gonna teach you what yeah. it means to be my sister. You're like, I love you. We're but, gonna like, we're gonna watch all of sister sister. <laughs> <laughs> but um, going back to the point of like wanting to explain, I guess a different side of my dad to somebody like. I think about it and like my dad, if this kid was important enough to my dad, yeah. uh, he would have told us about him, you know, yeah. because he obviously told his other kids about us. Like he would have told us about that other but kid do you know or the full kids, circumstances? Because you know? like maybe he wasn't in charge of telling you. Right. And like, it's not fair. You don't, 
you don't know it enough to be like, how does your father value it? Just because mm-hmm. of how it came on. Because like, what if like, it was completely circumstantial that like, he couldn't hide you. And that's why you were able to integrate in the way you were, which it was obviously like, had it had, has its fucked up elements. Right. But the fact that someone is just like, yo, I'm going to keep this one secret because like, I saw how much it fucked up my family before. True. And, and like, now I fucked up, up two families. We learned that, that her brother was in like his, her dad had intended for her brother to be in the care of his, his wife. wife. Like yeah, that he wasn't going to like necessarily abandon uh, him. Yeah. Like he was going to include him yeah. and make him part of the other three they, that he and had. They were telling us that they, they they would go pick him up and, and like, like take him so to like birthday her older parties sister and, stuff, and her like, mom and, and, and say her dad's wife would like go and pick him up. So now they're picking up like his custody, bastard, like, yeah. like, and like child, and there's so many like examples like we even know in our lives where people it's the Edward thing, right? I gotta leave because I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, or it's like fuck you, Edward. Fucking stay here and hurt right, me because right. you're already gonna fucking hurt me. So at least be around so right. I can fucking yell at you for why you hurt me. Right. Um. But like that place isn't malicious. Sometimes it's selfish. There's and broken and dysfunctional. But there's also that that thing of like I get that I'm fucked up and I'm not gonna try to fuck you up. So like. If there was another person, man, I hope I have a secret brother or sister. <laughs> right. Or but non-binary like sibling. If you're out there, Sib, come to me. We could totally <laughs> Lindsay Lohan this motherfucker. Dude, but like just the <laughs> shit that comes up yeah, like no, when exactly. people pass away is so interesting. So I told him, I'm like, dude, tell your dad to throw all his shit away. I was cleaning out the storage and he was like, yeah, I have a lot of stuff. I should start throw getting rid of it. I was like, yes, please do not like, let me have to like deal with all this trash. So you just, wait, you just want to get rid of You don't want that. Because I feel like we went going through, through stuff I feel like going through stuff. people's trash duh, is closure to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And so like, to cer- I mean, it is, I would but circumvent it. Isn't. it. Like, yeah, like, let me go fair. through your clothes. Let me go through your, your shoes. Things that like remind me like, oh, my dad used to wear this shirt and I want it. I'm going to keep it. Like I've kept like a that's couple the kind sweaters of person and stuff. She is. She, that's, that's why it's I'm a, a memory problem. Hoarder. Because if you leave stuff around, she's going to take it home. To remember you by. Yeah. So and like, her brother, her she's like, brother, let's wear this condo. Yeah. Like, I'm not okay with this. <laughs> her, old, her older brother on like the, her. He's on the, the opposite side. side. I'm um, on the opposite side. Where he too. just, he I, was I like, throw away everything. That's what he said. He yeah. was like, look, I love dad as much as you love I want, dad. I want that memory that's in my exactly brain. What he said. And the minute it's taken from me from circumstance, fucking, I don't want materialism. That's, that's what all he circumstance. Said. So he was like, take whatever you want from this room because everything else is going to be donated. Yeah. I'm the same. And so I grabbed like his his favorite hats and like his sweater and like, you know, things like that. But like, I can go through like all I got of your some shoes out of it. So yeah, he got shoes. Like I bought and my dad. <laughs> so I bought my dad these these pair of Vans, and I thought they were cool. And like he had worn Vans before, so I'm like, oh cool. I guess he didn't like the color or something because uh-huh. he wore them one time around me, and then that Classic. was it. Like he never wore them again. And so Lewis got them. Yeah. Um. But so leave leave your clothes, leave your your like things. Don't leave fucking papers that I'm gonna dig through and find your fucking secrets. Okay. Like, <laughs> but like here's the thing though. If don't I'm leave gonna, your fucking if bank I'm gonna statements. Die, I don't want my secrets to go away. Actually. I at want my point, secrets I to get, die with I, me. I used to think that way hardcore. And no. I think at this point in my life, it might change. Because I used to be very much like, I don't want, I used to be terrified of hell or no heaven. I used to be terrified as heaven as a three or four year old. Because I knew that if God was going to read our whole lives, like the, the <laughs> concept, the metaphor was that Jesus would read your whole life in front of everybody in heaven. And I was terrified of my parents hearing my whole life at three or four. I was already <laughs> terrified. And I remember the only time, the way I got over it, I was like 11 or 12 and I was staying at my grandma's for the summer, but she had people living with her and they were cool. They were like family friends, but not like my family friends, um, but they were really cool. And we hung out with them all the time, me and my brother and sister. And I confessed that fear. 
and th- he was he was like kind of an atheist like biker dude um but i was like that's why i'm kind of afraid of heaven and he was like bro your your dad has lived your parents have lived way longer than you you don't think they have things more embarrassing than you and i was like holy fuck i never even thought about everybody else's secrets being like per- like given to me and like that click in my brain has made me realize that like i want you guys to know every secret there are 16 dildos hidden around <laughs> there's one in the ac <laughs> yeah. i'm wearing them on my fingers <laughs> i actually have stuff fingers you guys have never like known. instead of like edward scissor hands you're like edward, edward dildo, dildo hands <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's someone else's joke we, we like we look up at the fan but we look, we're looking closer at it and it's dildos like, dildos. like instead Painted. of like you, look, you don't even realize there's a pattern of dildos projected on the wall like it's been moving the whole time okay i'm gonna piss my pants yeah, okay. okay 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 so we'll pee uh yeah. and the ending will be like two to three minutes, right? Okay. We yeah. would just to wrap it up because okay. this got heavy in yeah, a good way, sorry. in a good way, no, <laughs> yeah, a yeah, very good way, in a cathartic way. Mystical. I hope. Um, mystical. Yeah. Fuck yeah, we're cynics and we're mysticals. Right. We're semysticals. Sinisticals. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I lived through my uncle like meeting his future wife and them marrying oh, what? and then they lived with us. That's cool. Yeah. So like, I'm very close to my uncle, and he fucking grabbed me hugged me and started crying on my shoulder. Oh man. And I I not really had masculinity ever do that to me. Right. Um like the only masculinity in my life was abusive right. and it drove me to never cry to like hide all my emotions. Right. And so when he cried, I broke the fuck down. Well yeah, because now crying. you're seeing that it is okay to cry. 100. And it like opened the floodgates of like all the emotion I've been bottling up yeah. the whole time and I cried for the next hour. Like service ended, everybody had gone home and my mom was just standing by me as I'm sitting in front of the mission in San Gabriel. I was just sitting on like the front steps crying inconsolably. And my mom was just like, she was almost at the point where like, she literally told me like, you need to stop. Right. You're going to hurt yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're crying too much. Like this is too much and you have to stop. And I was just like, I cannot fucking stop. Yeah. Um, and so I cried my fuck. And then I shored up again because I was like, my dad is still abusive. I'm still going to not show my emotions. Right. Uh, and then that's when I learned. That was. The, that it's okay to cry. Well, that it was okay to joke about shit too. Oh, yeah. That's when everybody was joking. And I was just like, I could deal with this so much better. It's like why I like probably cleaved into comedy the way I did. It right. was because. But I remember that was. That was the first time I allowed myself to cry in years. Damn. And then I uh, dated Heather too. Again? 13. I remember yeah. she died when I was 13. Wow. Um, and then when I was like 16 or 17, I started dating a girl who was a, a compulsive liar. And she told uh, me she had cancer. I almost thought about marrying her. Yeah. Um, and she didn't. And That's she cried. She cried all lie. the time. I, we fought so much one time. <laughs> I would, and she cried to the point where I would just yell at her like stop you were desensitized to like crying I was like, at that fucking point stop crying it's fucking fake like fuck it fuck. and one time i i was like i'm just gonna let her cry and see how long she got dude <laughs> seriously like an hour and a half two hours i let her cry and then i yeah and then i was literally like okay this is fucking bullshit but like she she was she was like crying is good this is a good thing crybabies, man. Oh, fuck she was a crybaby cry but she did show me that crying was a legitimate form of release mm. and she was always encouraging me like you should cry about this you should cry about this and but so i mean I, I would, to a certain extent though but, like, but, but she was also making out with she me was, she was also touching my wiener so yeah, like, i was way more willing to be like okay <laughs> i'll engage this crying thing because like I fucking really like when we touch places with each other. And I, and I liked her. I did like her beyond that. But like that shit makes you stupid in a way where you're like, uh, I'll try anything. Like, let's go for it'll it. It'll get you. It'll get someone to pay off your car for so, you. So, yeah. Wow. She's out. She's out next week, baby. I mean, she's been on so her best behavior because she knew this was coming. <laughs> like, yeah, you got money that. in the bank now. Should have held out a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, you should have. Um, <laughs> But she reopened me to the concept of crying. Yeah. And I've been crying ever since. And I fucking love it. I love crying. 
I watch. I I don't like crying for very sad reasons. Right. I don't like the reasons that yeah, make me cry I all the time. And I also cry probably equally as much to beautiful things. Like I watch right. Encanto. I'm always crying when I oh, watch. Oh yeah, it. are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. So like, I cry like, too. like I love that shit. But then I'll definitely pick out movies because I'm like, this is a drama. I want to cry right gonna, now. I want to. I <laughs> yeah. want to listen to the Cure. I want to listen to the Smith yeah. album. I want to wallow in sorrow mm-hmm. because it's a human experience and it's worthwhile and it's cathartic at the end of it. Um and and when I really look into my soul, there's a lot of sadness there. Even though I'm a happy guy, like right. I'm, I'm not like, oh, I'm so depressed. I'm I secretly think we depressed. All have a- I think a lot of people have it. I, and for me, it's fucked up because like some people aren't able. It's like when I see alcoholics, yeah. it's like when I see depressive people, right. I feel bad because I'm like, you're not able to engage that. Not that I do that shit in a healthy way, but you're. You're not engaging it. It's engaging right. you. You're trying to like yeah. it's in control of something. you. Exactly. And so like sadness for me, I I feel very safe in sadness. I feel very safe there. I don't feel like yeah, it's ever getting the better of me. Still. I don't yeah. feel like it's ever pushing me over an edge or anything. I'm able to like fully engage the sadness. But I know that's not true for most of the narratives I come across that are dealing with sadness, and not to say that's the majority, but like a lot of the narratives I come across are people like who the sadness is overtaking them in ways. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they're like they're not. That fucks me they, up. Like, stopped. It's like yes. it's like stopped them, and right. now they're like yes. stuck here. And or even they're like there's so much there's so much narrative about um, your own well being, mm-hmm. keeping your mental health well and right. i'm like i don't deal with that at all like i'm never waking up and even i've been waking up so chubby so not happy with my body and yeah. i'm never just like oh i'm sad i'm just like anyway. fuck man i'm gonna fucking cut this body to shreds you know like i like there's this, like angst in me about it um but i know that's i know that other people wake up and it's not that and and so like it they're, they're built a tension where I feel it's not fair for me. It's the same reason I have tension with like being Mexican, um, like being half Mexican where I'm just like, <clears throat> I pass as white, <clears throat> I pass as white. Um, and I don't struggle with the same things that Mexican people do. And even though I have connection to this culture, um, and I have experiences within this culture that are very Mexican, very Mexican American, very like fucking yeah, uh, that funeral was very Latino thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so like, uh, like I don't, the tension is that I don't want to discount that the value of that, that the way I value that. But at the same time, I don't want to be like, Oh, like, like you've both had very different experiences mm-hmm. being Hispanic and, or yeah. Latinx. Are you guys now? Uh, Latin. 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 We go Latin, now. Uh, Latin. Um, you guys have had very different experiences. So that's where that tension comes in where I'm like, how much can I identify with this openly identify with this without it being like offensive or just like, um, not a, like in, in a way where you're just like, that's not the experience. Like that's your experience. Mm-hmm. It's part right. of it. But it, um, I get like, I've had uh, like Miguel, Miguel is like mm-hmm. full Mexican. And he's like, I want you to identify as Mexican. Like that would connect with me. And I'm like, but I think there's a lot of Mexicans who that wouldn't connect with. Mm-hmm. They're just like, Oh, another white boy, like claiming Mexican. Cause he has some Mexican uncles. Like mm-hmm. that's not the same thing. Like yeah. that. And I realize it's not the same thing. So it's like, there's that tension there. There's that tension with tragedy because it doesn't overwhelm me in the same way that I know it does other people right. where I'm like, I am. I'm part of the experience. It's the same thing with queer, right? Where I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm queer, but am I? <laughs> you know, like, is that are you a fair fully statement? committed? Right. Yeah, and even if you are, like, does that even matter? <laughs> you know, like, if there was a new Spice Girl and Baby Spice got knocked off, would we care about that new Spice Girl? No. no. So I feel like that new Spice Girl. I feel like I'm knocking <laughs> off Baby Spice, baby. <laughs> the other day, <laughs> so stupid. The other day we were in the car and Callie was like, "Oh, um, I like. I had this um, soda tea. It was like a soda." <laughs> But it was in a soda. It was a tea. I don't remember the name of it. And we're like, what is she talking talking about brisk? <laughs> she had, had, had a brisk at her. Out of a can. Brisk, baby. And, and like, 
I, I, I like died inside. Of, not died inside, funny, but like yeah. at the idea that she would. She, there's no way to explain yes. to her the experience <laughs> of watching those brisk baby commercials. It was just like showed it to her. Yeah, which, but like over the yeah. course of months, like for years, you would only do the Rocky one, and then like the next year, you would do the, a new a Rocky new one. one. Yeah, yeah. but then you would also thing. have to show her Rocky. <laughs> Quick, yeah. quick, Kellyism. Um, so, and Kelly is your dog. Ke- yes, <laughs> your little pomeranian, our pet, <laughs> frog, uh, our adopted pet, your frog. No, so we were we were sitting on the couch, and she comes up to me, and she cuddles up to me, and she looks me in the eye, so tender, so sweet, and she goes, and she has those no, resting okay. blue eyes. Yes, those amazing blue ocean eyes, and she looks at me with those beautiful blue eyes, and she says, "Do you miss Grandpa, dude?" <laughs> Uh, Did she just walk out of a phone booth and just showed up? But like, I'm sitting there and like, she was so so tender about it, but all I could do was fucking crack the fuck up. And I laughed so hard and she was like, what? And I was like, yes, I miss grandpa little dude. (laughs) That's funny. It's actually so funny how adding dude to stuff really softens the blow of anything. Hey, dude, you have cancer, dude. Oh, thanks, dude. Hey, dude, you dude. got AIDS, dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> we shouldn't hey, be dude. laughing about cancer and AIDS. Hey, right? yeah. Hit me with hey, it. Hey, dude. Yeah. Um, I have another. I have another family, dude. <laughs> but they like the way to combat it. Okay, dude. Okay, okay dude. <laughs> it really does. Uh, like I have like, sometimes anxiety about telling Callie to do certain things. Yeah. And so now it's just like like she has a. Uh, electric toothbrush because she just sometimes is lazy about brushing her teeth so we get her an electric one yeah. so that it helps her out it work and she her. forgets to turn it on every time <laughs> and so you have to be like turn on your toothbrush but sometimes she's you know anyways yeah. but now it's like hey turn on your toothbrush dude and it's just so easy <laughs> she's like okay <laughs> hey dude turn on your toothbrush dude <laughs> again straight from That's California she, yeah that is that is she's 100% California as soon as those words came out of her mouth I was like you're from California. Welcome. Dude, Welcome. Crazy. You have been initiated 100%. And then I'm going to go to Austin and everyone's going to know I'm from California. Because you're going to say dude. And they're going like, to fucking dude. hate me, dude. You're going to call and, everyone dude. What if, what if, leave, yeah, what if leaving here actually like emphasize your California You don't accent, think, right? I mean, like that's to the them, reason. That's probably what they hear, yeah. That's the reason I'm trying to live in Austin, the city and not the suburbs. I think like, yeah, I think I'll get killed in the suburbs. I think I'll get a hate <laughs> probably, crime. Probably, yeah. Right? I don't know. Is that's that what happened? Where did the Arbery thing? I mean, just Texas in general. Is, 100. And so the farther I'm getting away from Austin, but Austin is so exciting. I'm not looking uh, forward to this. I have a bomb I I'm, I'm bombed. The only thing I'm looking forward to is like maybe having a cool place and then like maybe you guys are like, hey, we want to go to Austin. Down. Yeah, for sure. And then I do, you know, I launder my sheets and I'm like, you guys I have launder my sheets. <laughs> I'll sleep on the couch, you know. <laughs> No, man, we'll get our own, like, place. You won't stay in my place. That's what I'm oh, looking I mean, forward to. Oh, we'll, we'll, get sleep an okay, we'll, we'll sleep on the couch and I'll, in the I'll, living room. And I'll fucking, no, you guys will sleep on the bed. I'll sleep on the couch. Oh, I nice. laundered a my minch. sheets. Uh, a minch. A minch. <laughs> a bench. A, a bitch. A bench? Is that where it came from? A, oh, a bitch. A bitch <laughs> minch. She's yeah. a minch bitch. Or she's a bitch minch. Oh. I like bitch minch. Yeah, but I think they both had different. They both had different. Yeah, they definitely do. Different things. But, hey, where are we going to go eat, dude? I mean, where, where do you guys want to eat? You guys are the masters of your This domain. girl said Korean barbecue earlier. And yeah, I've been but... trying to, like, make every every uh, wish that I can come true. Yeah, <laughs> but also, like, yeah. that's very bad. Yeah. because can like your dad come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't make your dad come back, but I can take you to a fucking... Yeah, we can put H. some raw meat on a grill. Yeah. Or, like, go to Korean barbecue. Your dad's still dead, but you want some Korean barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, no. we can go sushi. We can go Korean barbecue. Oh, we can go Thai. Sushi sounds good, too, but, you know... what? 
Whatever. Yeah, I mean, well, you're the I'm queen. down with either or. Sushi and cream. Like, do you know sushi good? place around here? Like, close I by? mean, the place by Vaughn's is decent. So oh, it we, is? We've the eaten there. Sushi or whatever? What are you talking about? We've we've eaten there. Yeah, He's yeah. acting brand new, dude. No, no, no. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, what are you, new? Yeah. That was, my, that favorite was boy meet, my favorite Boy Meets World. In the first two seasons, <laughs> someone would try to like kind of scam Corey, and he would just look at him and be like, do you think I'm new? <laughs> and I thought I was like, whoa, because it's not so such an easy, like, what does that mean? Do you think I'm new to the world? Do you think I'm a new little kid? But like, do you think I'm new? I was like, that. That's a smart as one. Yeah. Do you think I'm fucking new? So fucking you think lady. I was born yesterday? I used to say, um, I was born at night, but not last night. Oh, okay. Like, that's way cringy. But that, yeah, that's why <laughs> I hence was the born used to. At night, but not last night. It's like <laughs> when I, I, I remember uh, it was me and my sister and her friend, and some bullies were following us. Bullies I'd already fought before, and we're walking, and but my, my sister and her friend were younger than us, so I know the bullies. You either completely ignore them, or you turn around and fight them. And I was like, "Yo, I'm not trying to fight three bullies right now with my yeah. little sister and her friend." And but we're enough ahead where I'm talking. I'm like, "Yo, just leave it alone. Like, fucking, let's just like we're like 20 minutes from home. Like, let's just chill." And her friend was like. No, I'm going to say it. it was like almost like crisscross applesauce. Like, you know, it's like, you are nothing. L7 weenie. You know, like some, <laughs> some kind of like hand gesture insult thing, which was to me, I was like, I was like in the third or fourth grade and I was already like, yo, that's cringy as fuck. Do not do that shit. Um, and she's like, she's like, oh, don't worry. I got this. And I was like, you don't got this. Like we're 20 minutes from home. Like everyone. And she stopped. She turned around and she did that shit. <laughs> she's like circle, so, circle, dot, dot. 100. Got a cootie shot. Dude, it's like Try it was exactly along those lines. Oh, um, man. And this little kid is so cringy. I'm just like, Jesus fucking. Because I have to. These right. are my bullies. They're yeah. in my grade. So, you so have like to deal next with them. time I'm going to have to deal with them. And they just laugh in her face. And I was just like, yo, we just got to go. Let's go. And we go. And uh, did I... On multiple occasions, beat up that dude. Yes, <laughs> that was he always my bully? That was a dude. No, no, that wasn't. That was Michael <laughs> Mathis. How oh. uh, we used to call him Michael Mantis. Ooh, what a good Bro, Michael Prang Mantis. But to be fair, Idiot. there was a TV show called The Mantis at the time. Oh, I've said that before. Cool. Doesn't matter. You're trying to be um, But I remember being so bummed out that that little girl said the cringiest <laughs> shit. Where I was like, she thought like he was gonna be like, oh, he was gonna go home yeah, crying and shit. One hundred. Like, oh my god. And that god. dude only had more ammo against but. me. <laughs> I was like, this is fucked up. That is Fuck. amazing. So where did we decide? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What are you feeling? Just say, just say what you want. Okay, so I'm going to narrow it down to Korean barbecue or sushi, and now you guys decide. That's easy. Your Go sushi, sushi. <laughs> I'm Korean barbecue. barbecue. We'll do two out of three or just first one? Uh, Wait, so who's sushi? He's your sushi. I'm Korean barbecue. No, Wait, Chris so is I'm, Korean barbecue. I'm sushi. You're and you're McDonald's and I'm Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, we don't even know. Okay, your sushi. I'm sushi. He's sushi. You're cream barbecue. Are we going to do one or are we going to do two out of three? Best out of three. Best out of three. Best out of three. Wait, wait. I'm really good. Wait, wait, wait. I'll do this point because I'm actually really. Yes. I actually really. Okay. We can do rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. That's easy. I'm going to close my eyes because I'm actually really good at this. Fuck. I'm really good at this game. Okay. You guys do it. Okay. No, no, no. I'm really good at this I'm going to keep count. So you close your eyes. How about this? We'll do this. I decide or you decide. Okay. <laughs> that's awful. No, that's the way okay. to go. So if Lewis wins, he I picks. decide. We decide. If I win, you decide. And if I'm really good at this game, fuck. Let's just okay. play. Okay. Wait, rock, paper, scissors, shoot? shoot. Yeah, rock, okay. paper, scissors, shoot. Go. All right, Callie. Rock, <laughs> paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> rock, the fuck? paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, okay, I, I got up. it. No, no, what? that doesn't count. No, no, I fucked Close up. So your you, eyes, you both of you. You would have won automatically. I, I, I did a double tap. That's uh, not fair. You okay. But you did win. Okay, yeah, so yeah, he won one. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. He All won right. two. Here we go. Oh, you win. Oh, that's it. Two yeah, you three. win. Fuck. So, so what is it? 
we Chris choose. picks. Okay. No, we choose. Oh, yeah, you guys right, choose. So let's choose it. So let's choose it off mic. Oh, so are you thinking of sushi or Korean bar? This is sushi. This is sushi. You want to do yeah, sushi? Yeah, sushi. Okay. You want to do ninja? Yeah, we can do ninja. I don't care. I don't, I don't know any sushi. Let's go.